Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. That look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> What's up, baby? Welcome back <laughs> to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Bulldog, <laughs> sit with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, Kyle, the coach, Duggan. <laughs> What is up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, folks. My throat is uh, screaming at me like, why did you do this? And uh, so I I sincerely apologize for my my voice. It doesn't quite have the gravitas that it normally does, but uh, I'm going to power through this because... But we all know why. Oh, God. That, that makes it makes your voice even better than it usually is. Right. right. You on. you all understand. I don't have a victory shot, but I've got some victory tea right here to sip <laughs> on to, to soothe my savage throat. Mm. This voice is going to be good. Sips oh, my tea. Friend, fraud tittered. Fraud Alright, folks. God. hopefully you watched that instant reaction and felt the energy that we all did from this game, this monumental game, this unforgettable game against the Cleveland Browns. What? Yeah, you can't. There's no way to like summarize what all happened in a short amount of time. There was so much from start to finish. It was just an outright battle. Like that's all it was. Just 
constant cannons firing from either side. And it just, it, it was literally crazy to and be figuratively. There. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Yes. It was just being there in person was crazy. It was insane. Blessedly, uh, I didn't go alone. I went with uh, two awesome guys, two great guys, guys that I will never forget were with me at this game. A uh, Matt, AKA get some sports and Albert, AKA ginger kid uh, were there with me. And I, I you guys were amazing. I, I was so happy to have you guys there. Um, we got, I, I got there, I wrote up on five North bolt, which was also another amazing experience. Shout out to Patty for, for getting my fat butt up there. Um, <laughs> it was awesome being up there on the, on the five North bolt head banging with all the people on the bus to, ACDC's Thunderstruck. That's going to be a new tradition video. Every week, anytime we go to a game, you headbang on a bus or a vehicle or whatever you're in on the way to the stadium. Absolutely, folks. If you This this isn't just for us. This is for you guys, too. If you guys are going to the game, crank up some ACDC Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Nod your head. Tag us on Twitter or Instagram or whatever your method is and Number one, we're gonna, it's going to make us really happy. We're going to try next <laughs> next season when we do a new intro video to start incorporating some mm. more headbanging. So if you got headbanger, you, go. you won't get in on that intro video. Let's go, baby. That's right. Um, so getting up on 5 North Bolt, meeting up with Albert, and then just walking around Thunder Alley. I got to actually explore Thunder Alley. I, didn't, I wasn't limited to the one lane that we were limited yeah, to time. on that first time. Yeah. Um, and thank God I was because I ran into... Uh, Senior Snappy and Senora Snappy, yes, and God bless them. They hooked a they hooked a brother up with some barbacoa nachos, which were just oh, wow, so delicious, <laughs> so delicious. And uh, and I <laughs> I participated in uh, Senior Snappy's tradition of the ten squats with the kettlebell. <laughs> and How are you feeling? God damn you, Senior Snappy! My <laughs> my thighs, it hurts to stand. <laughs> How dare you take that away from me? I'm sure I'll get better. But hanging out. When was the last time you did squats? Well done. I don't know. I was trying to think of the last time I even did any kind of exercise, let alone squats with a kettlebell. (laughs) You got to jump into the major leagues there, bro. Yeah. Thanks. Senior snappy. But uh, (laughs) it was so awesome to hang with those two. What was it like? What was the um, Thunder Alley like? Because there seemed like there were a lot more Charger fans there this game. I, I think there was. I mean, I, it was. I think it was very similar to the first one. I don't recall there being a live band, although I wasn't there for like the entirety of Thunder Alley, so there might have been one earlier. But everybody was just having a good time. Yeah, everybody was just having a blast, and uh, it it just good vibes. Like it, the the fact that people set up stands uh, with alcohol and with food. And they're not asking for any money. They're just like donations are, you know, greatly appreciated. Yeah. What an awesome, friendly, like inclusive environment to allow right. people to just come and enjoy great food from these people and great company. Um, I, I've never experienced anything like that outside of our first time going to that stadium. So it really just felt it was just an awesome time walking around, meeting other people and uh, other folks that you know, wanted to take pictures with me. Guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for posting that on Twitter. Again, those are memories that I will never forget. Epic game with oh, epic memories. God. So walking around with Albert, uh, we make our way over to the stadium. Um, there are 
there was quite a few lines as far as getting in because you had to show either your proof of COVID vaccinations or uh, negative tests. Thankfully, no issues with us getting in. Um, and we got in right as the at, right as the guys were hitting the field, and it was just it was electric. You know, it it was what it was, and uh, you know, I, I people were asking me, they're like, you know, how do you think you know the Cleveland Browns game is going to go? And I was like, I, something something in me feels like this is going to be this is going to be a good game. Like this is going to be an awesome game, and I was, and I said I didn't say that thinking that it was going to be quite the shootout that it was. You know, yeah. I no said one that, saw that no coming. one expected that. No. I said that looking at their like their injury report, knowing that Baker Mayfield was with an injury, and going like, I think this is going to be a pretty damn special game, especially with with you, Coach, when you were breaking down that classroom and showing like how we can be exploitive to the Cleveland Browns. It was just like, ooh. Oh God, this could be good. And, uh, we got to our seats and it was just, it was just an amazing experience. Just watching us just constantly go back and forth. Like I said, on the instant reaction it was peaks and valleys. Like, you know, we, we go three and out on that first possession, mm. Cleveland scores, but then we come back and then Cleveland scores and then we come back and it was just like constantly up and down. It was just like, man. So obviously like my voice is like, is gone because of that because it was just this constant screaming like i i don't remember what play it sounded it was. loud in there dude it, it was like loud the, dude the so crowd was getting behind i could our see boys i could see quite a few empty seats but obviously not to the point that like it was quiet in the stadium um i would say that when the because we sat at obviously at the same seats that we've sat at before uh, there were a few Cleveland Brown fans, but not as many that I recall from the Dallas game. And I don't know what the situation was for the Raider game, but uh, there were definitely a lot more Charger fans in our section. So that was really promising. That's awesome. Um, and then also the Raiders, they got overwhelmed by Bears fans in <laughs> Vegas. So <laughs> isn't that a shame? Oh, boy. <laughs> Whose house? <laughs> not yours. Yeah, not Get out. Bears. <laughs> Dumb Bears. Uh, yeah, I can, I, I'm trying to remember there was a touchdown that I was so hyped for. I screamed as loud as I could. And like my vision started to get like blurry <laughs> and I had like a surreal moment, like an out of body experience. Like, whoa, dude, like you need to chill out for a second and Calm sit down. down. Well, dog. Yeah. If I think there's a video that, uh, <laughs> that Matt got to put that shot collar on. Well, dog, I got, wanna... I got to know when to stop, but it, it, you can't help it, man. Like it, yeah. it was such an emotional, uh, game because you were just so invested in what would happen. And you always trusted that Herbert was going to take care of business. Right. And obviously he did those four down conversions. I mean, I, I I think I talked to Kyle about it. It was just I, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, I, I lost the power of speech. It was just uh, I, you can't help but think about all the times in years past. I think I think we've gone from I don't know the stats. So you folks out there, look this up and correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that we've gone for more fourth down conversions in this season than the Chargers have possibly in the entirety of their existence because we would have seasons where number one, we wouldn't go for fourth down and number two, we maybe and we do don't go once. for fourth down on our own 20 yard line. It's With like more than it's like one it's yard making to go. Kyle question yeah, his coaching. Yeah. yeah it's like fourth and inches or fourth and one that we would ever go for a fourth and fourth down conversion, not in our own territory. And uh, I can't believe it. So I I'm really curious how many fourth down conversions we've, 
attempted and completed in the past history of the Chargers. But uh, but man, just what what an awesome game to be at, and what and what a great experience. I mean, obviously, there's only been a handful of games at SoFi Stadium, so to be at that game with a win and just see the stadium, you know, obviously change. You know, you see the the Oculus change to yeah. you know the We Win business, and everybody's just cheering, and you got the guys on the field and. It it was amazing. I can't I can't good. express we're that. We're happy enough. that you were there. Awesome. I, I, yeah, the only way it would have been better is if you guys were there to to share it. Sounds with Sounds like me. we had some good uh, replacements, though. Oh, uh, you had some. It, uh, honestly, the the company of Albert and Matt were just unmatched, and I'm so glad that I got to spend it with them. Um, and got to go to the to the big pro shop also, which I I mean it, there was just no good time. Like if we were up by like two or three scores. I might have moseyed on over there just to go check it out like mid game, but it was such it, it was such a tight game that like you yeah. couldn't get up from your seat for my, for very long fear of missing something. So, um, so we went over to the the shop afterwards, and every that was a bad move. Everybody was going into that pro shop. After a big yeah. W, yeah, After they big probably w, made a couple bucks. Yeah, oh, I'm sure they made thousands, if not more. <laughs> um, Millions. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool swag in there. So next time you guys go. I would make it a point to go to that other pro shop. It's on the other side of the where our seats are and down one level. So um and Done. And, and then and then to top it all off, uh, we went to uh Matt's car and he gave me this these box of cookies that had our freaking faces on them. Our I, stupid I I mean faces on them. I, it was it, it they're so it's so good. It is such a amazing thing. So uh, Matt's how wife. Did, how did my head taste? Mm, it was uh, <laughs> no. It, Matt's wife is like lingering. a artiste. Like yeah. it was like clearly, was like, holy clearly, shit. yeah, holy uh, shit, absolutely amazing that uh, that she would take the time out of her day to paint our stupid faces on yeah. an edible cookie yeah. that uh, that was promptly consumed. So we appreciate you. <laughs> I can't can't thank you enough for that. You guys, you you made it such a such a memorable game. Thank you guys so much. Um, and what it was so memorable that our own and obviously Justin Herbert getting nominated for the FedEx air player of the week. Uh, we all know what bolt fam's doing right now, right? Go vote right now. Cause he's competing against Tom Brady right now, but Tom Brady played the dolphins defense. So we just played one of the better defenses in the league and what yeah. he did, how he came back, how he scored, yeah. go vote him into FedEx player. Of the week air edition. I couldn't believe that Austin Eckler wasn't nominated for the ground. Austin yeah. Eckler had a game, dude. I can't believe that he got snubbed. Getting but a lot after of, getting and a big, a big part of his game was receiving stuff too. He was so I sure. think I, I, that must have been how they justified not putting him on there because it's just the ground stuff. Maybe, I maybe who care? 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 Austin Eckler deserves your logic to be the FX ground player of the week, but. uh Yes, folks, go go check it out. Go vote for Justin Herbert. Vote refresh. We need to get our boy in that FedEx Air Player of the Week. Um, and you know what else you got to do, folks? It's that time of year. Mm. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped. 
Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. All right, folks, and looking at uh, basically some of the tweets and updates and newses that have happened from this previous game, uh, we all saw our, our our boy Ode Abushi go down and wasn't sure what the issue was. Turns out, torn ACL, daggummit. Done for the season. Um, Sucks, yeah, man. it's going to need surgery, done for the season. Uh, he was playing at such a freaking high level, too. Right. Yeah. He was doing so well. The offense was humming with him there, and to see him go down, that just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's does. a bummer for him too. He was only on, didn't we bring him on a one year? Yeah, he was on a one year deal. One year deal would, from Detroit. Yeah, I would have no problem extending him. Zero issues with that. Mm. It's just hard, man. Like a guy in the middle of his career now on an ACL tear is going to have right. to rehab that and come back. It's the the guy is just he's going to be on another one year deal. You know, like that's Probably. just the bottom line. So right. How, I, and how, I wouldn't mind yeah. if that if that's a friendly deal for the Chargers. Heck, yeah, he was playing at a super high level, so yeah, um, we'll have to wait and see how all that trans transpires. But and we got kind of lucky on that Schofield signing that kind of worked out pretty well to have him be well, able to plug him in because he played a lot Sunday. Yeah, and it it's interesting because Brandon Hymas, like I thought he had a good preseason. Everyone, there's a lot of good talk about him in the camp, and then he's been he's been like a healthy scratch the last few weeks. Um, not even on the squad, and they bring in Schofield, but somehow freaking Pipkins is still floating around. Still I don't know. haunting our halls. It, it, it'll be it'll, <laughs> it'll be um, <laughs> it's definitely something to keep an eye on, right? It'll that's that's right. one of the big storylines here this week is seeing how all of that transpires and who becomes new twos and what gets elevated if we go after anyone to try to try to pick somebody up. Um, yeah. that that's a it's a new storyline to keep keep an eye on. Absolutely. Uh, looking over at Daniel Popper, uh, there was a... Some, I love this. The, yeah, there was, there was a love this quote from Austin Eckler. He said, Austin Eckler said Rashawn Slater told the running backs to stop chipping because he was more comfortable taking on Miles Garrett and the Browns' pass rushers one-on-one. Rashawn is a beast, Eckler said. <laughs> Dude, and not only... Okay, there's two things to this quote. Not not only did he did he, like feel comfortable enough going one-on-one with one of the best pass rushers in the game. Right. But he had the nuts to say, not Austin Eckler, stop. Like, stop helping me. <laughs> right. You know, like, as a rookie to go to the one of the captains of the team and be like, dude, knock it off. I'm good. Don't, yeah. don't help me anymore. For for those that aren't, aren't as up to speed on the lingo, what does chipping mean? Yeah, so the running back, before he goes out on a pass block or a, a route, mm-hmm. he'll come and just give a little bump to the defensive end or mm-hmm. whoever the pass rusher is. And it's supposed to help you because it slows him down a little bit. Right. Basically, you have you have a double team on that pass rusher for a split second. Mm-hmm. So that way you can you know that you have help one way or the other. Um, but yeah, Rashawn's like, dude, I I because it's a little bit unknown. Like, when is he gonna show up? When's that help coming? How much right. force is that help gonna bring? Because on the one sack that Rashawn um allowed to to Miles Garrett was um Austin Eckler came to chip and he chipped him so hard that he like pushed him down inside to an open gap. Mm. And um, Rashawn wasn't ready to to slide inside with him because he kind of just got forced in there. So um, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy that he's, he had the balls to be like, 
Austin, stop helping me. And the right. balls to be like, no, I'll just take these guys on one-on-one. I'm good. Yeah, I feel comfortable doing cool. this. I love that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just a just a just a killer mentality. Like he yeah. he's just he's ready to do it all on his own. I love, I love that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been playing lights out, you know, this entire season. And so it, it, he's just what a get. What a what a what a home run for picking him up in the draft. Um, looking over at Sports Center, they uh, were dropping some nice little factoids. Apparently, the Browns made NFL history and still lost to the Chargers. Uh, the Browns scored 42 points, had 532 yards Jesus. with zero turnovers. Uh, they are the first team in NFL history, including the playoffs, to lose when having either 40 points and zero turnovers or 40 points, 500 yards in zero turnovers. The highest losing score <laughs> justin herbert is a monster dude like this you look at this no turnovers we had a turnover and still won right do you yeah. know what i mean yeah it, it's it, just the the fourth fourth down balls fourth down balls are yes, strong it, clearly and and it's herbert being able to literally do anything outside of the pocket the right. way he was throwing on the run while scrambling he like stiff armed a guy and tossed it like it, we are so lucky. We are so lucky. Uh, it, it's crazy. It's just a crazy an game. Absolute man. stud. Yeah, obviously it's it's the whole offense, right? Our offensive line is in, incredible. They're clicking, dude. They're clicking. The really talent good. that we have in Austin Eckler and Mike Williams, who's now Williams. a breakout guy. That he's number everyone, one. Everyone number one that stats. said, everyone that wanted us to cut Mike Williams, you need to go on Twitter and apologize, like right now. <laughs> go <laughs> stop watching and go apologize because. There was a lot, a lot of shade getting thrown at Mike. Sure. Um, like even I, I think at times we were kind of like, yeah, we're paying him yeah, a lot, we, but let's let's hold on hope. Let's see what happens. Right. Um, but man, if I ever did say anything negative, I apologize right now because he is proving everyone wrong, and that man is going to get paid. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's he's been playing so like to think that we've had him on our roster this long and haven't seen this. It just shows you what Lombardi and this new offensive yeah. staff is doing. It's just crazy. Yeah. They unlocked. Yeah. They unlocked uh, the key. The uh, they unlocked it for Mike yep. Williams, and he's he's a stud. They cracked the code for sure. Um, and uh, talking about Herbert, boy, this guy just can't stop breaking records himself. Uh, most three hundred yard performances in NFL history through the first two seasons of a career. Uh, well, for a while, it was Patrick Mahomes and Dan Marino with 10. But look out, boys. And there's still Herbo's a lot of town. football left. Yeah. There's still a lot of football left. Herbo is now sitting games. by himself at number one with 11 300-yard performances in his first two seasons. Crazy. He's our trigger man. He's, he's as Coach Staley said, in superstar, the as Coach Staley said. He's our trigger man, yeah. He's uh, a gangster, 100%. Uh, <laughs> he's a superstar, gangster. Certified what, gangster. What else is there? Uh, uh, certified, certified gangster. He's a, a football Jesse. Was that one? I can't remember. Uh, let's see. Looking over at Field Yates, uh, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert through his first 20 games, 5,912 passing yards. Second most by any QB in NFL history and 50 total Shit. touchdowns. Wait, he, what? 20 games, 50 touchdowns? Yeah. He now That's... has seven games with at least three touchdowns and zero interceptions. The most by any quarterback through his first two seasons in NFL history. And I don't know if you, I went and watched this game a couple times today. 
And when there was the uh, Keenan Allen, they thought it was a fumble and they the, they were running it back for oh, a touchdown. God. That, oh, he that just he, so hard. He jacked up. Like, Herbert put his shoulder down and yep. lo- he launched the guy out of bounds. Yeah. Like, really? he hit him hard. So, you know, he's still got that in him, like the knocking out linebackers <laughs> thing. He just, you know, doesn't get to show up very often. He's always ready to play. That's a pretty pretty big bummer. You think that you like recovered a fumble and you're running back. I'm gonna score a touchdown. I'm gonna Justin score a touchdown. And then Herbert. the quarterback <laughs> just out of nowhere trucks him. And then not only that, but it's not a fumble and it goes back and Justin gets the ball back. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, injury on that one. Oh well. Um. All right. Well, now let's take a look at some of the uh, post press conference quotes. Uh, Coach Staley had this to say about Herbert. To win a game like this that turns into a track meet, you have to have a superstar quarterback to win it, and that's what he is. You can't win a game like that without Justin Herbert. The love affair continues. Yeah. Coach and Justin. Game-recognizing game, Sitting man. Sitting in a tree. <laughs> B-A-L-L-I-N-G. Oh, there it was. Oh, oh there it was. You made it. I, did there. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. They talked to Herbert as well on his fourth down plays. Uh, we always talked about going into that huddle and feeling confident and knowing each other, knowing all the players in that huddle are special players, and any of those guys can make a play on fourth down. I know we've got the right guys out there. Love you, Herbert. <sighs> He's so he, he he gets asked about himself all the time, and he can't talk about himself no he won't talk about himself. He's, he talks about everybody else he's basically teflon when he's talking about himself it just like rubs off of him and no this goes to this person it rubs <laughs> yeah. off him and no it goes i'm to rubber this person. you're glue whatever yeah. you say bounces off of me and sticks, <laughs> sticks to you to you <laughs> sweet yeah god such a good guy uh let's see they talked to mike williams as well on if he was surprised on how open he was getting because yeah dude he was getting pretty damn wide open uh, his response was, yeah, I was, <laughs> uh, really haven't, uh, be like that easy. The second one, I set it up and ran a double move, but the first one I think was a little busted coverage. I think it's interesting because they are getting to the ball so quick. A lot of these, a lot of these big plays are when the, the defense isn't lined up. They're not ready. They're mm-hmm. not ready to go. So it's so interesting. The, the plan of attack that Lombardi has in terms of the hurry up offense the speed at which they get going so the other team doesn't have the ability to line up correctly. And then you see what happens to Mike Williams. He doesn't get, you know, that doesn't happen. It just goes back to, and this is kind of, it's kind of a repetitive point, but like they game plan for each week. It's something different. They have a unique, this is what we're doing this week. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear that this week, one of the unique aspects that they went into this game with is on third down, we're going to no huddle and get to the line quick. So they can't, they can't switch personnel. They can't change coverage. They're just going to have to run what we already saw on second down. Mm. And it'll give us the advantage. Because you know, Coach is up there. He calls his second down play. He's now looking at the coverage they're in on second down and thinking, okay, what's the beat? What's the? How do I beat that coverage? And then yeah. has it, boom, in in um, Justin's ear right when that second down play is over. Um, and that that was that was the, that was part, obviously practice. That was the game plan specifically for the Browns this week. And it's just, it's just cool to see like, your coach is each week coming up with a master game plan, you know, like something specific and unique for that opponent. Now, obviously our defensive game plan didn't, we had one, it just didn't execute. Didn't work. Right. Yeah. Um, but offensively they had a very clear, concise um, idea and plan in it and they executed. Absolutely. Um, and then they also talked to Staley on the fan turnout and he said, uh, 
what we are trying to respect here every time we go out. And today was great, was a great chance uh, against a really good team. Uh, what you got to be able to do is you've got to be able to beat good teams in this league. And I felt like to be able to do it in front of our home crowd, uh, hopefully that draws even more in the next game. We are proud of our fans and hope to see more powder blue as the season goes on. Yeah. You know, the more they win, the less people are going to sell their tickets and they're going to want to show up. Yeah. Or LA, LA, um, people living in LA are going to want to go to the game and cheer for the Chargers. Right. They're winning. what you what you just watched like that that was one of the most fun games to watch right. all Sunday and you can do yeah. that in LA you can just go to the game and watch that in person right. and experience the way you experienced it yeah. like this is like we talked about it's like Herbert is changing this fan base it's, yeah. he's well, going to bring more people in I know I know you're obsessed with Herbert like I you're very <laughs> obsessed I know but it it is more than just Herbert bringing everyone to the stadium <laughs> It's a team effort. Sure, but Herbert is the reason for the season at the moment, bro. Our our coaching staff is incredible, and they're doing a great job Do me a favor. Go watch all the ESPNs, all the Fox Sports, all the stuff that's happened today has been about Herbert. All I'm right, just talking sweetheart, about the greatest. Sweetheart, sweetheart. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shut yeah, up yeah, for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for a second. Shut your mouth. Shut oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's all I had, actually. I'm not saying that... You kind of sound like you're not in love with Herbert, and I kind of want to revoke your card right now. (laughs) I'm just trying to cool your jets. You don't leave your family and go try to chase after Justin Herbert. It's something like you're going to do. It's meant to be. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right. All right, Shut your folks. mouth, Kyle. You keep, hate all keep. other Chargers except Justin Herbert. That's no, what I didn't. Whoa, you're putting words in my mouth that Whoa. I never said. Whoa. You settle your... Settle down. Everybody. Who's the one riled up right now? Everybody, cool your jets. It's it's oh. all good. We are all shamelessly positive. We are the Charger chat. We talk about all Chargers, not just Justin Herbert. We I love them all. smack you Kevin, in a while. The only Chargers Herbert. name that's come out of Kevin's mouth is Justin Herbert for the last six weeks, for sure. <laughs> the- <laughs> Guys, please hop in the comments and tell Kyle how fucking stupid he is. Or somebody go back and try to find Kevin talking about a different charger in the last six weeks. I just did. They're beginning of this episode. Dr. O'Day, I talked about all these guys. Shut your mouth, Kyle. Shut your mouth. Okay. Sorry, I just had to get that out. All right. Well, folks, uh, (laughs) if you want to get some sweet merch with uh, these two crazy guys' face on it, you can go on over to Charger Chat. Dot com and Maybe taking Kyle's face off the graphic on this <laughs> one. Uh, Justin Herbert. Uh. Yeah, we'll so you're going to get a t-shirt and just get an X through Kyle's face. It'll be Justin Herbert's face taped yeah, down there. exactly. It's, I'm um, going to make a new shirt that has Kevin holding a sign of just Justin Herbert's face. If Deal. you would like to design a new logo with any of these uh, possibilities, uh, feel free to submit it to us uh, over on our uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, but over at chargerchat.com, we have a member section on our page. A lot of you have already joined and uh, the group chats have already started. I see you guys out there uh, chit-chatting it up. Uh, please feel free to head over there and sign up. And don't forget, folks, winter is coming. It's already cold here in Boise. It's like 50, it, it, I got off the plane. It was like 54 degrees outside. It Ooh, was nice. chilly. So uh, go over to chargerchat.com. Get yourself a sweet sweater uh, to add to your collection if you want to stay warm and in style. Go check out chargerchat.com. All right, folks. Well, now it's time for a coach's corner segment. Uh, given how spicy this episode has gone so far, I think it's going to be 
A good one. Uh, Let's go check it out. I think I'm going to build in some pop quizzes. I know Kevin's going to fail. Pop quiz, hot shot. Right. Here we go, folks. Let's see Whatever. it. Whatever. Great moments are born great opportunity. All comes down to today. You take this helmet and you put it right in his numbers, okay? I want to see nothing but snot bubbles in his nose. A lot of people want to blame coaches for a lot of things. Nobody puts <laughs> coaches up. And we shut them down because we can't. It's because I believed in you. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But it just wouldn't be our style. Let's do it. That's right, folks. It's time for another Coach's Corner. And for this episode, Coach is going a little rogue. He doesn't have a question to pull from. He just saw something about this game that he couldn't help help himself. He just had to talk about this. So, Coach, what do you got for us today? Does it have to do with Justin Herbert? Uh, Justin yeah. Herbert's on the plays. Yeah, he's let's let's go. Go to the place. I'm excited. Let's I'll make go. sure to talk about some other Chargers too. Because we'll find out. I'm a Charger fan, not just spread a the love. Fan. Yeah. Um, so uh, I wanted to look at the fourth down conversions. Obviously, it was a huge turning point in the game. Um, after going back in the moment, there was a lot going on. Very emotional time when all of these plays started to happen. Um, so after having sat down and thought about it more, the more I thought about it, the more. I understand what coach was trying to do. Um, what what has been the quarter that's kind of screwed us the last three weeks? The third quarter has all has just been our bugaboo for whatever right, reason. Yeah. We have these big leads, like last week against the Raiders, and we gave up 14 points, boom, 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 just like that, and it almost became a game again. Um, same thing against the Chiefs. We had a little lead. They came back, boom. They scored a, a couple times in the third quarter, got a little lead on us. Um, it was just it, it 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 started to trend to be a difficult a difficult time for us coming out of the half. Um, and again in this game, the Browns scored a touchdown in the at the in the at the end of the second quarter. We then got the ball and fumbled, and they kicked the field goal. So they got ten points in a matter of like a minute and a half. Jeez. And then they got the kickoff to start the second half, and they went down and scored a touchdown. So they had seventeen points in like a five minute span, and we didn't even have the ball. Um, so momentum was 100% all theirs. We had no momentum. We hadn't had been had the ball for a while. Our defense wasn't really able to do anything and getting a stop or forcing a turnover. Um, so coach goes, Hey, this third quarter is going to be different. They have all the momentum right now. This is do or die. I really believe that if we didn't get this, this fourth down conversion, we lose the game. Um, cause they get the, obviously they get the ball. They're going to score, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, but all the momentum is theirs completely. We have nothing. So he finds a way to manufacture our own momentum by being aggressive and saying, hey, we're going to go down. And if we lose, we're trying to win the game. You know, we're not going to lose by not trying not to lose the game. Punting here is trying not to lose the game because, you know, if you don't get it, it's basically game over. Even though it's the third quarter, there's still a lot of time. Man, if you're down 21 points in the third quarter, that's that's a tough mountain to climb, especially yeah, absolutely. we know what they had been doing on offense. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna get to 500 yards of offense here in this game. So um, this was very much a do or die. He had to take a chance, even though he's a very analytic-driven guy. I promise you the analytics did not tell him to go for it here on fourth and two at your own 24-yard line. Yeah, That's yeah. not an analytic call. That's a gut call. That's a, hey, we need momentum back. We need to go make, make something happen, make a play, and score some points. So um, just, just cool to see all those things going into this call that, for me, as a fan watching this at the at the restaurant that we were at, it was split second. Like, what's going on? What's happening? Why did he do this? What are we going to do? And then on top of that, what really got me is looking at the play call. So I'm going to run it for you guys. I don't know who else, but I I mean, we 
Okay, Kevin, we all like Justin Herbert. We expected fourth and two, the ball's in Justin's hands. I expected some kind of a rollout, let him run or throw, um, get the ball to Keenan, because that's what we do on most of the most of our fourth downs or third and down like situations where we need to make something happen. But we hand the ball. Not only do we hand the ball off on fourth and two at our own 24, but we do it on the on a running play that I don't know, I haven't specifically seen us do this year with a backup offensive lineman. So what's going to happen, guys? I'll, I'll draw this up for you um, and so you can kind of see it. What's going to happen is they're going to run a trap or a, a power, I guess you could call it, but really it's a trap. So we're normally a zone blocking scheme, right? Meaning all the linemen start going one way. They leave this guy unblocked. He's reading the quarterback and he's got, he's either going to hand the ball off or keep it around the edge. That's kind of our, our base scheme is a zone blocking scheme. They're going into a power running uh, play right here. And I absolutely love it because it's just that little wrinkle and change of pace that kept the Browns off. Like they, they didn't, they, they're not used to seeing these blocks. They hadn't maybe even prepared for it going into this week. So it threw their eyes off. It throws off how you, how you defeat a block. They're all expecting, obviously I would anticipate a pass or you're expecting a really hard zone inside zone scheme. What they do is these guys are all going to wall down. So the beautiful thing about a power running game is it's down blocks. So you have Parham is here at tight end. He's going to down block to this linebacker. Um, our tackle Slater is going to down block on this three tech. Everyone's down blocking this way. So everyone's blocking down. You're creating this big wall. And then what they do is they pull Schofield. So Schofield's going to take a step back and come straight down the line. And he is responsible for kicking out Miles Garrett. So what <laughs> they did on fourth and two at our own 24 is they take Schofield they pull him when we don't pull, really. They pull him and kick out Miles Garrett. And Austin Eckler runs right inside of Schofield's kick out for a gain of like 10. I, I'm just going to run the play and I'll run it a couple times so you guys can see. But it's pretty incredible how we change our whole scheme just to create a little wrinkle oh, so that yeah. we can get that fourth down. Like they had that in their pocket. They know, hey, fourth, a short yarded situation. We're going to run this play because it's a wrinkle that they haven't seen. They're not going to be ready for. And we're going to go get this first down. Weeks and by, it, it yeah. executed perfectly. The other thing that they did have is, is um, Justin had the opportunity. He could have thrown it if he wanted to. Up here, you're going to see Mike Williams doesn't block anyone. He runs just past the sticks and runs it out. So if Justin didn't like the look, he could have kept it thrown it right to Mike and he had that option. So he, it was really, it was like an RPO. He had those two options because um, he could have kept and thrown here, but he trusted these, this offensive line. He trusted Schofield to go block and kick out one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL because they had this in their playbook for fourth downs and they trusted it and they executed to perfection. Like look, watch Parham's block as he goes upfield. He just creates this wall. Watch Parham on the end. He's going to go get it. Boom. I can stop it right here. Look, look at this wall right here. Yeah. It's just a straight wall. All you have to get is this one kick out. These guys, Keenan has a great block on the edge to seal. We're coming up here to seal here. And he just wands right along this wall and there's nobody. Just just a, a cool wrinkle in the running game that that you don't even know. I, I didn't notice. I was like, oh shoot, they're running the ball. Oh my God, what are we doing? Right. But you go back and look at it. This is it's like Waterboy. You remember Waterboy, um, the coach, the coach had that blue blue like folder with all of his special plays that he stole from the other coach. <laughs> yeah, That's like right. Lombardi has his like blue folder that he busts out on fourth down. And it's just like <laughs> wrinkle plays that 
it doesn't look like a huge big difference, but that is a that is a power running scheme on fourth and two that just adds a little wrinkle to get people off. Um, so even looking at it going back, it's it's just incredible coaching, great call, big balls to do it still, but executed perfectly. All right, so here's the next fourth down. That same exact drive. This is a couple minutes later in the game. We're down. This is field goal range, right? This is a, a 38-yard field goal if we had, mm. or 39, 40-yard field goal if we attempted it from here. You're in field goal range, but coach knows I need momentum. Momentum comes from touchdowns. Momentum comes from like stepping on their throat when you have an opportunity. Momentum doesn't come from dink field goals. That's just not how it. That's not how it happens. That's great to get points on the board, but that's not a momentum shifter. The defense takes that as a win, especially if we had gotten that fourth down conversion. Defense comes right. down and holds for a field goal. That's a win for them. You know what I mean? So. Coach was like, no, you're not going to have any wins on this drive. It's fourth and seven. I don't care. We're going to go for it. Um, again, this is what we would expect on a fourth down. Um, I guess on a fourth and seven, I I don't really know what the play is on fourth and seven. Um, but you're going to see us go to old, old reliable, which some people are talking smack about him dropping balls, but he's, he doesn't drop these ones on fourth and seven. Um, you have Mike Williams. He's going to come up and run off. Keenan's going to work inside and then he just gets separation so fast. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this play because it's just Keenan in man-to-man. Justin knows right where he's going because it's man-to-man. He knows Keenan's going to get open. He just gets so much separation. It's like this is a 10-yard route and watch how wide open. Like he has two or three yards of separation on this guy. It's crazy. When the ball's thrown right here, like that's that's hard to do. That's wide open, quote-unquote, separation on a 10-yard route. Right. That's that's just that's that's what makes Keenan Allen one of the best, the best route runner in the NFL is he can get separation on a guy and the guy has he has he has room. Right. Mm -hmm. He has seven yards. Keenan still is able to take all that away and then get that two, three yards of separation. That's just way too easy. It's just simply is way too easy for Keenan to get that kind of separation. Another gigantic play right off the bat. And the, the, the thing that I was thinking about, too, especially in this third quarter drive right here, the defense is kind of getting their butt kicked. You're on the sideline watching one. You're getting a break, which is good. You're getting a breather because these guys are going on a drive. But it's also like, man, let's go. You know, like our offense right, is out there yeah. making plays, converting two fourth down. I'm ready to go run through a brick wall. I was at sitting at the bar. I was ready to sure. go run through a wall. Right. That that defense is sitting there watching. They're like, oh my god. All right, let's go. We got the momentum. We're gonna get back in this game. So, just a huge, huge, huge drive. That this drive right here is how we won the game because we just rode that momentum the rest of the game. All right. So this one, this is this is the one where. They got a little bit upset, thought it wasn't a pass interference. Fourth and four in the fourth quarter. Um, we're down seven points. We need to go score, obviously, again. Um, this is the Mike Williams uh, pass interference. It's just, it, it, this is showing Kevin Kevin's favorite player in the um, history of the NFL getting outside of the bo- pocket. And like he said earlier, using his feet. Pretty incredible. Like, in looking at it, our pocket was pretty well held up. If you watch the play, like <laughs> they run little stunts, the line pick up everything. Everyone was blocked, but he knew he needed to get out of the pocket. That internal clock was running. Um, he gets outside of the pocket, is able to put the ball up there, and good things happen when you throw the ball to Mike Williams down the field. Um, and they're going to whine and cry that it wasn't a PI. Um, I think the PI happened before they showed in the slow mo because right. he doesn't look back for the ball and kind of just runs through Mike. Um, I think it was kind of a, a little bit of a take attack call. Obviously, I'll take it. Right, um, right. But it, 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 it usually it, goes it, against us, not the other way very around. Very much right. so usually yeah. goes against us, right? So I'll take it. That's just Justin, like like you said, big, strong guy that can run and get out of the pocket and make plays. Throwing the ball up is better than taking that sack and sitting there. So um, another huge fourth down conversion, big momentum type play. 
All right, another fourth down. I think the whole league is put on notice now. These fourth downs, you got to look for Keenan Allen. Um, Keenan is out here. He's playing out on the outside. They're going to run a double in. So he's going to come up, run it in. He comes up and runs right behind it. Again, they're in man coverage. This poor guy just has no chance against Keenan. You, you'll see again, he just creates a, a yard or two of separation. And then it's just like right there, that, right on the line. He has the separation. That guy, that poor guy has no chance. It's just right when this route starts, you see him put a little move on and he's already got two yards of separation right there. Boom. He's gone. He's already inside leverage. There's nothing that guy's going to be able to do. It's just too easy when they're in that, that press man coverage for him to be able to get enough separation to be able to make a play. Um, so I don't know. It's just that first, that first fourth down, that was the, that was a balls. That was just, right. that was us having a perfect play and we had the nuts to actually call it. Um, those other ones are our players just being better than their players for the most part. But Fourth downs were just, that was the story of the game. That's how we won the game this week was that third quarter drive with those two fourth down conversions. Well, it is pretty magical how many fourth downs we are able to convert. And I mean, honestly, like the only fourth down that we didn't convert was that one trick play where it was going to be a punt and he ended up throwing the ball. Other than that, like when it's in Justin's hands, we've grown accustomed to knowing that he's just going to make that fourth just down. Just confidence. Like, you just feel confident that something good's going to happen. Exactly. It, it doesn't make it any less scary, though. Like, it's still scary. It's, getting, it's getting easier for me, just a little bit each time <laughs> we do it. Like hurts every it, time. It, his confidence is getting stronger, and my worry is a little less each time. <laughs> right. I'm like, how is he going to do it this time, guys? Let's yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out. Right. It's more like uh, jumping out of a plane with or without a parachute. When you have the parachute, you're like, this is scary, but I have confidence that we've got this. So um, awesome coach. Thanks for taking a look at some of these amazing fourth down plays uh, and just how crazy detailed they go. Yeah. You still suck. All right, folks. Well, now it's time to go on to fan focus. Let's see who we got this week. Shall we? All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus and we're super pumped to have Michael Perez. What is going on, Michael? I'm good, man. How are you going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And I was just admiring the jersey collection behind you. That is choice. Choice <laughs> jerseys behind you, my man. Yeah, the, the best way I can decorate my dining room here then. <laughs> charge it up, you know. I'll charge it up. I love it. So, all right, man, well, let's find out more about you. How did you become a Charger fan? Well, uh, growing up uh, in Southern California, I had my family had roots in San Diego and then uh, the Inland Empire, which is about 50 miles uh, east of L.A. And, of course, we back, back then we had the Raiders, Rams, and the Chargers, and I, I didn't specifically have a team. I was more of a fan of the players. Marcus Allen was one of my favorite players. Dan Marino was one of my favorite players. Sure. So I kind of followed their careers. And then um, one Sunday when the season started in 94, my, my family would get together on Sundays to watch football and play some street ball. Yeah. And we had a radio sitting on the curb. And that was the, um, the Broncos uh, Charger game where uh, Seau would pick off uh, Elway uh, to, to seal the deal at the last of our drive of the game. And I remember we stopped playing and we listened for like the last five minutes of the game. At that moment, I thought to myself, man, who is this team? And why am I not rooting for them? They're awesome. I love it. And of course, that would be the greatest Charger year of all time, right? They would go to the Super Bowl. And I'm thinking, man, I just picked like the choice team. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, decades of some pretty lean years and and stick it, it would, would test my resolve as a fan. But I'm still with it. And what yeah, a year to get what a year to get started holy crap that is like perfect timing right 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 and i remember you're listening to uh, your instant reaction or no it was last year's last week's podcast 
and you guys were talking about how they won the pit the Pittsburgh game was won. And you yep. guys are running the street. Like, oh, we did the exact same thing. We ran out in the street, huffing and hollering. We're going to Super Bowl. Ah, we dude. So lost up. our minds. How I just, I want to experience that again. I was like 10 years old when that happened. I'd love to experience that at 37. That would be fantastic. Right. right. It's just that electric feeling when, when I heard that game. And I thought, man, these Chargers are awesome. And their yeah. uniforms, the white lightning bolt and the pants and the helmet where they had the navy blue. Yeah. I was like, why have I never followed this team? Yeah. So, yeah, since then. Charger for life, man. Well, and it's, you know, things are turning around for us, man. Like, let's talk about this this most recent game um, against the Cleveland Browns. And it's just the roller coaster we went on and the high scoring and Herbert being the man and Staley's balls are massive and all the crazy (laughs) stuff that happened last game. What was it like for you watching that game? Well, first off, I want to say that both fans showed up for this game, at least in my section. Monday, it was 75 25 uh, Raiders to Chargers, totally reversed this time around. Nice. There's just nothing but Bolt fans everywhere, and it made the game fired up. But I was, uh, I mean, being a fan for so long, I was nervous, and I was in the whole thinking of, okay, let's wait and see, let's wait and see. Kind of like Kyle said when they when they were going for four instead of the field goal, I was thinking to myself, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I know, this right? Points. This is not messing me around. But I was proven wrong, and I was telling people around me, like, oh, my bad call, you know. Yeah. I got to get used to how this offense and how this whole uh, coaching staff uh, approaches games because it's so much more exciting and keeps you at the edge of your seat. And it, man, the place was just rocking. It was so awesome just to see this, you know, fight going on like a, like a boxing match, you know, they score, yeah. we score, we come, oh man, it was an awesome game. And, and it's like, I just, you, you have these games you go to that like leave a stamp. It feels like if you were at that game experiencing that, like that's like one of those like stamp games that you'll remember for yeah. a long time. Exactly. It was. It felt just like that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm so thrilled that I was there, and I was like, man, I can't wait to see what the next games are going to be. You know, Patriots, the, the Vikings. I can't wait for these games to happen. It's just like I can't, hope, hope they're just as awesome. I know. Yeah, being a season ticket holder is so much fun, and like having the ability to kind of like just be around other Charger fans because I live out in the middle of Missouri, so it's mm-hmm. hard for me to get around other Charger fans. But like, man, our community is getting really awesome. What have you noticed from like some of the fan interactions and like being at the game? Like what's the Charger, you know, the Bolt fam vibe like? Oh, everyone's so friendly. I mean, I went, I saw Fernando, uh, if you guys had last week. And Sweet. I, I, I saw Adam. I said hi to Adam uh, over there at the Senior Snappy's tent. Uh, but it's, it's neat to see people like that and, and know a lot of these uh, people you guys feature in the, in the tailgates and the organizations and interact with them now. Like, like I said, my, I, I don't do social media too well, but my wife now follows them on, on Instagram and stuff. So she's always pointing out, oh, so-and-so are having drinks over here. Let's go hang out and talk. And yeah, it's, 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 it's just such a good family environment and such a good value to get pumped up with, you know, thousands of other Charger fans. Yeah. And we're all sharing the same excitement. You know, it's the same experience of what a great, great season, you know, we're having right now. Yeah, this four and one feels real nice. Feels real nice. I, and I thought I was yeah. going to be happy with three and three. To me, that was going to be heaven. You know, the end is set. But I'm, I'm, I can't believe it's four and one. Dude, we're, we're and legitimately looking at five and one before the bye. So oh, yeah. this is an exciting year to be a Charger fan. And like from when we talked before we got started, you said you had something exciting you might want to yes, share uh, with us. Let me try to keep this short, but then. Um, with COVID in the past few years, uh, as tragic and as hard it was for a lot of people, there was a few benefits that happened. I got to go on some chat rooms and meet a lot of people I would never met before. Sure. So one of the Zoom uh, groups I met with, uh, 
had a guy there that noticed my charger hat one night. And he's like, yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of a contractor for the organization and I, I work for the soccer team and the chargers, I can sub hub. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. You know, that, that's really awesome. So I got the opportunity to meet him when the restrictions light lit, lit up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, he says, Hey, you know, stick around. I got something for you. you might appreciate it. So I said, all right, all right, whatever. So he comes back and he hands me this and he says, do you know what this is? And I said, no, I, I don't get it. And he goes, well, one of the duties I have is I handle the cannon for the Charger games. And he goes, when we had to retrofit the new logo on, on, on the cannon, I got to keep one of the two pieces. And he goes, I think you would appreciate it. Oh and man, God. it was like Christmas morning. I, I lit up with <laughs> a grin. I was texting my brothers and family. Oh, my God, look what the hell I got. Oh and it's God. really cool because you can actually see the marks on the wheels on the backside oh, wow. and the wooden wheels and everything. And I'm just, I was totally stoked. I actually got to meet him again on the Raider game. He came up to my seat to say hi, because oh, he does all of the, the pregame tunnel special effects and things. Oh, but cool. yeah, I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. Yeah, bolt. dude, that, that's, that's gorgeous. That's like the first bolt on the, the new bolt on the cannon. That's like legit. Keep that yeah. somewhere safe. Yeah. So one, one of these days when I get a, a space on the wall, it's going to go up with the, in honor of, you know, with the photograph and people can pay homage when they come over. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, kiss it. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> um, God, oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah. It's just that how random cool. You just met some guy on a zoom and he just happened to be running the cannon for the chargers. Yeah, yeah. How, how crazy rad. is that? Right. And I just got, yeah, I just happened to be so lucky. And I, I try to share that story with fans. I know because I mean, they get a kick out of it. That's awesome. Oh, wow. You know? I know it's rad. So, all right, well, let's get you out of here on this. You know, we have uh, Baltimore Ravens coming up. We were talking about it. We could go five and one. What do you think we need to do to go five and one against these uh, Ravens? Well, I, I, I like to think that if they, the defense could play like we did in the homes and try to contain um, Lamar Jackson, you know, as he's going to get his place. But if we can contain this run, I, I think we'll do a lot better than we did this past week because we're not going to be facing that, uh, that two-headed uh, running assault. Yeah, and I think we'll be able to hopefully lock them down pretty good. I think I'm pretty confident we could probably pull the win out. Awesome, man. Yeah, I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited. Cloud yeah. nine right now. So um, and hopefully we can meet up. I'm going to be at the Vikings game. So maybe we can meet up at uh, Thunder Alley and, uh, and say hi. We'll say hi. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was great having you, Michael. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, my man. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Okay. Love All you. Right. Bye, man. Okay. Love you. Bye. Know that guy? <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> nice. What a stud. That's, That's so, so dude. What how cool to have a piece of a physical thing of Chargers history. Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. Mike Modlin's losing his mind right now if he's listening <laughs> to this podcast. He's yeah. I, I hope to I hope he's given got us a little uh something about the uh the canon. Little yeah, history on the cannon fun. that would be pretty sweet to add. Mike Modlin just just dropping a little little something for you, a little maybe something, to, something. A something to look at. But oh man, Michael, that was so damn cool. That was uh, what great stories, man. Again, just love these fan focuses and how they how they connect us all together. Out of this beautiful umbrella that is the Chargers, this yeah, beautiful bolt umbrella. It's a awesome guy. It's you know, it's just cool. You to be, you met him, and we're meeting every all these guys now. So that's that's rad. the best thing out of all of this is actually getting yeah. able to get face to face with people, shake hands, talk, and 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 chat with these other people. That because uh, I'm sick and tired of talking to you guys. I'm I'm done to spread my wings too. and talk to other yeah. for reals. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, 
it's now time to go on to our next segment. Uh, we've, we've, we've got some killer wins now, and every time we've been winning, he's been bringing the heat. Let's see if he brings it this week. It's time for the Greg Experience. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Greg Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. You'll never find bum 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 a big brass set like mine. Bum 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 bum. New Brandon's daily theme song, ladies and gents. Uh, CC Gang. Salute to the rest of both fam. What it do? You got Craig in Texas coming to you with another winning edition of the Craig Experience. Ah, yes, victory tastes so sweet. Ah, soak it in, folks. Tell you what, that was crazy. Uh, even crazier, the fact that I was driving while watching the game at the same time. And pardon the energy levels and the tone of my voice. I went to a concert last night and I'm operating off of about three hours of sleep. So I'm driving a struggle bus, but I'm going to get it done for y'all. Um, imagine doing 80 with that roller coaster of emotions going on. Wasn't the safest thing for me to do, but I made it in one piece. And just in time, when I got to my destination and parked for that last Hail Mary attempt to watch the ball get basically harmlessly fall down to the turf. And thus, you know, basically, essentially being able to do another victory lap, go out there in that formation, take a knee and roll out with another dub in SoFi, uh, which was heavily populated with Charger fans as opposed to Browns fans. I know that's not going to be a big story because that's not what the media likes to see or say. But we're past that. Just like this week, the story will probably be about like Baker Mayfield and all that he didn't do and less about what the Chargers did. But I digress. Who cares? We'll just keep taking the W's. Screw what y'all think. Uh, so let's just go right ahead and get into it. Areas of opportunity, because we want to knock these out really quickly, because there's so much good to talk about that uh, we're not about to overshadow it or bring it down with a whole bunch of the negative stuff. Um, it just is what it is. It's the truth. So we got to talk about it. The defense wasn't great at all. Um, it looked like it took a step back. We knew what the Browns were about. They were going to come down and, you know, punch the ball down our throats because technically we don't have the horses in the interior defensive line to withstand a decent offensive line with good running game. We've seen that already. What was surprising, though, was the pass defense. I did not see that coming. Um, you know, Baker had all day long to get the ball off. There wasn't a ton of pressure. There were instances where I saw the Browns triple teaming Joey and no one else was getting home. Got to clean that up. Uh, I'm sure they will. I wouldn't be shocked to see some moves made for maybe some interior defensive line help as the season progresses, especially if they keep racking up wins like this. They're going to want to strengthen the team to make a real serious run here into the playoffs as uh, we get to that point but you know outside of that <sighs> kicking game i'm tired of talking about kickers let's be honest a lot of some of these fourth down attempts specifically in field goal range not only have a lot to do with staley's just 
huge gonads. But uh, also the fact that there's no trust in the kicking game. And why should there be? There was two missed extra points yesterday. So got to get that figured out. Um, I mean, just even moving on from that, let's get into the fun stuff of the offense. I'm going to tell you right now, the way that they were moving the ball up and down the field, uh, when we were down 14 points, I remember saying out loud, we're still going to find a way to win this game. And I genuinely believed it. It's the Brandon Staley effect. He He's made us all believers, especially me. Uh, you know, of course, we know in seasons past, this is a game we lose. And we've been saying that often now. Like, we're not losing those games. This was a shootout. And it did seem like whoever had the ball last was going to win. And at no point was I really, really afraid. And that's saying a lot. Because, you know, coming from, you know, particularly a jaded Chargers fan here in the past, and it takes a lot to move the needle for me. And BSB is doing it. Uh, Justin Herbert, man, what else is left to say about the dude? Uh, just put the cape on him. He's our savior. <laughs> He's doing it week in and week out. And at a historic pace. It's really crazy. He even bought out Rose Bowl, Jay Herbo, yesterday. And you see that six foot six, 240-pound gliding gazelle out there. I think he matched his uh, rushing total for the year just in yesterday's game. So awesome to see. It's an added element. Donald Parham, my whole you know prediction about him becoming a bigger part of the offense looks like it's coming to fruition as the weeks go by. Scored the first seven points in the Raiders game. Same thing this week. Just keeping it moving. Uh, Mike Will, yo, pay that man. We can't let him leave. Got to pay him. And I'm perfectly fine with it. Uh, he's now wide receiver one. And that's freaking crazy to say when the other option uh, in your wide receiving core is Keenan Allen. But is what it is. Uh, the more the merrier. More weapons we got, the better we are. Give Justin all he needs to keep it pushing. Uh, Austin Eckler, man, I salute you. Battling back after that fumble shows some real resolve, man. Uh, we know in the past, under Anthony Lynn, putting the ball on the carpet typically meant you were going into the doghouse. You know, Staley showed his faith in Eckler, kept putting the ball in his hands and paid dividends. Dude still got into the end zone a few times and uh, the difference in the game still just making plays every week, week in and week out. Just an amazing key cog in the offense. And honestly, the offense is evolving weekly. The playbook is opening up. Um, You can see the growth formations, plays being utilized that weren't earlier on. You can just kind of see it developing as they go along. And the more you can put on Herbert's plate every week, the more you have to make defenses, you know, go out and have to uh, be accountable for, the easier life is for everyone on that side of the ball. And uh, you also got to give Lombardi his just due, man. He, he seems sometimes like he gets bogged down in play calling, and he just does something amazing to make it up. So no complaints whatsoever. It's just the evolution of it is super duper awesome to uh, you know behold. And yo, uh, Snapple fact. Some of y'all might know this already, but apparently uh, before Sunday, teams were four four sixty three and zero when uh, scoring forty points and having zero turnovers. Not anymore. Anywho. Uh, we kind of talked about like special teams and everything. Oh, yeah. Let me give a shout out to uh, Mr. Hill, KJ. Uh, you're still not my favorite. Still don't love you back there. But you had a really, really clutch punt return uh, to start off that last possession. Awesome on you coming through. 
That's all I got. Not going to overdo it. Uh, hey, you know what's really tremendous about this? It's the refusal to charge her now. Honestly, I think that term is being altered to mean something totally different. By season's end, charging is going to mean it's going to take on a whole new meaning. It's probably going to mean going forward on fourth down and converting it almost all the time because I think the only missed fourth down conversion a team has right now was that fake punt versus the Raiders. Don't quote me on that. Fact check me. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is currently right now. Um, but you know what else is awesome? Really quickly, the rest of the AFC West. You know why? Broncos. L. Chiefs. You know what you need to do is come on down to the AFC West cellar. Hmm. Because that's where y'all are right now. Hang out down there for a bit. I don't think there's a whole lot you can do about it for a hot minute. Uh, you got an uphill climb and uh, I don't care. Uh, giving my best friend a lot of gripe about it and some of these flags that mysteriously popped up in my neighborhood and the surrounding areas don't seem to be flying as high today. Gotta love uh, also the Raiders. <laughs> Y'all getting smoked by the bears. Did we cause a malfunction? Possibly. Looks like it. Whatever. Yeah. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, but Hey, got another big one coming up. Baltimore, another strong running team. If we can get to the bye at five and one, whew, we cooking. We're cooking. And uh, we can talk about the outlook for the rest of the season moving on from there. Uh, fellas, tell me a little bit about what you think about whether or not the way that the Chargers are winning games currently is uh, su sustainable. Sorry, got tongue tied there for a second. Keep in mind, still functioning, operating off for three hours of sleep, taking a nap after this. Um, do you think they can keep winning this way on the edge? Uh, I mean, it's worked out so far for the most part, but you can only play with fire, but for so long. Uh, what improvements do you think have to be made, can be avoided in order for this team to continue to be a legit contender? That's going to be it for me, though. You guys know what to do. Holler at me the rest of the week on Twitter. as T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3. Somewhere around there. On the Twitter machine. We'll chop it up. Whatever you want to talk about, Charger-wise. If you want to troll Raiders fans, I'm always up for that too. So, yeah. But you know what it is. Bull gang or do not bang. Catch y'all later. Caleb, you bye. Oh, Craig, yeah. you you trying to you trying to steal some of my voice acting work, man? You, you, you think <laughs> you think I lose my voice and all of a sudden you slide in as now the third Charger <laughs> chat guy? You think you're just gonna steal my job? No, dude, that was awesome. That was so yeah. damn funny. Cellar dwellers. <laughs> Go on, really I, I, I also I, I love the point of um, Austin Eckler, right? Yes. I do think that last year with Coach Lynn, if he had fumbled, that guy put you on the he show. He might have got pulled. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Um, our coach, Coach Staley, is like, nah, that's not, that's not it. You're a great football player. You made a mistake. Go make up for it. Right. You know, like, that's what you always get. That's what you always coach kids. Like, you made a mistake. Stuff happens. Go make right. up for it. And go make a big We're play to, to to redeem yourself. Exactly. Totally. And that's it's what not about. Did. It's about how you respond. Right. Um. It, the thing that I loved about what he said too is when he was talking about being down. He's like, "No, I I believe that they're going to win." 
And I think it was that key word of belief. Hearing that made me think like, in the past, it's hope. I hope we win. I hope we can make this happen. I hope we can convert this fourth down. It has yeah. changed now from hope to believe. Yeah. I believe he's going to do this. I believe we're going to win. And it's just, it's a slightly different connotation, but it just has a totally different meaning. And I think it's 100% what is happening this season. We have gone from hope to believe. And I love it. It's such a great feeling. Um, as far as what it is that we need to fix or correct uh, to ensure that we can continue to win, um, in my opinion, it, you know, I, it, I think it's the kicking game. We can't be losing points, especially these extra points, these, these, these gimme points. These are the ones that like, you have to make this, you have to make this. This isn't, I'm not asking you to kick from 50, 60 yards out. I'm asking extra you extra points. I'm asking for one more point. Yeah. You got to get us. That. It's, it's so weird too. Cause he just like, it feels like it's a mental thing almost for Vizcano I, I, now. Cause yeah. he's pulling kicks to the point where they're not, almost not hitting the net like they're so missed right um so it's 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 a cause for concern like you give them a certain amount of leeway but then you're like gotta really look at this like we can't keep going crazy and having to go for two on everything but right. the, the one thing i would say that that just one player that i noticed that if he makes a couple more tackles you erase two touchdowns off that board and that's Adderley. Um, Adderley tried to jump, um, jump a play and uh, make a pick, and he got caught and scored a touchdown. Same thing with the Ninjoku touchdown. Like, there's no reason he should have ran 60 or whatever yards it was for a touchdown. It was just bad tackling. Mm -hmm. So I think this was a really bizarre game in the sense that I think their offensive line probably one of the better ones we've seen. Like, I, I haven't seen an offensive line get to our second level and get on our linebackers quite as quickly as that team did. And then we just weren't, you know, our, our team is all about shooting the gaps, having the, the backup guys come in and, and stop those, stop those uh, running backs. And they just weren't making tackles. It right. just wasn't happening. So yeah. I think that's the simple answer that, you know, hopefully this is just a, a fluke. Um, Cause we, up till this game, we were allowing 20 points a game, right? This is, that, I feel like, changed. a weird little outlier yeah. that we just ran into. We just ran into a really good team, and we had to we had to duke it out. It's like Coach said, like, you know, you you got these games are all going to be different. You just got to find ways to win. So we right. found a way to win. Absolutely. Um, any 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 different opinions there, Coach? No, I agree. I think it's just special teams needs to get better. It, yeah. it was not very good at all on Sunday. We started the ball at the fifteen. It felt like on every single time they kicked off, and every time we kicked off, they started at the thirty. Right. It was like 15 years, 15 yards worth of difference in starting field position, which you can't have. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, and I, yeah, I don't know what that was. We didn't obviously didn't pump very much. They didn't pump very much. So <laughs> yeah, like it was mostly <laughs> just kickoffs and PATs, but right. um, yeah, both of those areas, we did not do a very good job and we were very mediocre. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We, we just finished uh, checking out the game against the Colts and the Ravens. And I think the Ravens got a blocked kick there. So that that's, cause for concern if they're if they're going to be that aggressive against our special teams but we will wait to see next week craig thank you again for popping on man always Thanks, love brother. to get your insight and uh in in your witty words of wisdom and you you pump the brakes on those voices man all right that we already got one on this <laughs> on this podcast okay don't, don't 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 take this from me please um all right folks well now it's time to go on to the longest section there is on the charger chat podcast it's <laughs> ask bolt fam here we go 
<laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, folks. We start off Ask Bolt Fam with an old favorite of ours, Blonded Surfer. Yeah. Who asked the question? Blonded Surfer gave me the choice of picking whatever voice I want, and I think this one I'm just going to give straight because the sentiment is just too good. I've been a fan of the Chargers since I was 10. I'm now 24, and after 14 years in the making, I finally attended my first game ever versus Cleveland. Seeing my team playing in f***ing person when I've only ever watched them play on TV was so f***ing surreal. It felt like a dream the entire four quarters. In fact, I'm convinced it was. The atmosphere, the people, the emotions ran through my head at a million miles per hour. Numerous times, I just sat in my seat and thought to myself, God, this is nothing short of beautiful. I love life. I love my team. And I love this community. No lie. I wanted to cry at points. LMAO. But hey, I'm right there with you, buddy. Anyway, today was special. We clearly have so many fans and all of them were the friendliest, most chill people you could be around. This was a moment I will forever appreciate. Bolt the f*** up responsibly. What Staley's <laughs> doing here is special. Whatever happens this season, let's appreciate it. For this will be the season everything changed. Okay, love you, bye. Ooh, you're making me run through wall, blind right. surfer. Ooh. Oh my Getting god! Yeah, hitting the feels, Aaron, right off the bat. I, I love I, it, dude. I, I wanted Same. to get that out there first because that was just such a cool. It's just it's just it's such a different experience of being at a physical game and watching it on TV. Different. It's just a different thing. And if you haven't had a chance to go to a game yet, you gotta go. This is the time to go. This is like, the this time. team, this coach. This it's just the time to go. And I I love everything you said. You know, I get overwhelmed by this team all the time. So I'm glad you had an awesome time, Blonded Surfer. I also, I will say, we do have the best fans. Um, we really do. It seems like every team that we play, they always, the fans are always fighting each other. I yeah. just saw the Chiefs, the Chiefs, like, fans, one of their, like, big, notorious fans got, like, knocked out by another Chiefs fan. They fought each other, and, like, he just knocked them out and oh, rolled right. down yeah. the stairs. Mm -hmm. Oh, whoa, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, dude. They're the Chiefs are falling apart. They don't know how to be two and three. They <laughs> falling apart. They're losing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Hey, blinded server, dude. I feel you, buddy. I'm so glad you got to go to that game. And yeah, uh, and that's a good first one to go to. Yeah. Hopefully, oh, get yeah, to go buddy. to more, buddy. Hopefully, get to go to more. Uh, let's move it on now to Mark Busnelli Jr., who asked the question. I cannot recall any time in my football-loving life that I've been so excited on how our team is playing. It gives me a ringy-tingy in my dingy-dingy. <laughs> I just want to make love to this entire team. Maybe it's Staley's luscious balls or just a nip in the air. Have you guys ever been this excited for our future? Please use that horny German voice for that one red heart I forgot to add. I love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Ringy, tingy in, in my, my dingy, dingy. 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 <laughs> oh, dude. I, the excitement is all time high right now, man. I think everyone's feeling it. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's palpable it, it, and and cannot be ignored. I think is the thing. You can't just brush us under the rug and be like, yeah, the Chargers played a well, game, whatever. Game. Yeah. yeah it, 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 no, it's, 
you can't ignore how good the Chargers are playing right now because it's such a complete 180 to what it has been in the past. And it's so interesting because I forgot to tell this, but I work with two Chiefs fans and we sit oh, in right. one area and we edit and we do our work. Uh-huh. And the energy at that table uh-huh. keep going was... Tell me more. Especially sweet. Because uh-huh. I didn't want to say anything to them. They didn't want to say anything to me. It took about an hour before any eye contact was made. And then salty, I could salty. tell. I could tell they weren't like mad at me. They were just frustrated at how good we are now. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. So like hmm. even these other these opposing <laughs> fans are concerned with our enthusiasm and happiness because we are legitimate now. And it is a different feeling walking into a room and Chiefs fans not being like, "Oh, give me all the praise. We have Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. That shit's done. I'm yeah. Get out of here. Level Weird. playing field, man." We might we might take some, we might lose some to you guys, but this is a level playing field now. Absolutely. We are too legit to quit. Thank too you. Legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. Thank you, Mark Pusnelli Jr. for asking the question. We move on now to Justin Sabercool, who asked the question. Holy shit, what an awesome game. What was your favorite play from the game? Keep up the great work, guys. I appreciate and especially thank you, Adam, for taking a quick photo with me today. I appreciate it. K, love you. Bye. Justin. Yeah, Justin, dude. I, 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 that was a, I think that was a pretty good photo. I, I think yeah. I, if I recall correctly, Solid. that was a pretty good photo. All right, dude. Favorite plays. Favorite play yeah, of the game. My favorite play is easy. It was fourth and two in the third quarter when we went for it on our own 24-yard line. Yeah. That's that was just well, now after you explained it, that, that quickly yeah. became my, one of my favorites, too. So, for yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, all those Mike Williams deep balls were awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watching Austin get picked up into the end zone was pretty funny. It was bizarre. Right. Um, yeah. But the fourth down conversion for me, was that was just the whole game change. There yeah. was something about that Jared Cook play on that last drive where it was right? just like, oh shit. Like, and you see the field goal line and, and you see him just scamper blow past it, past it just yeah. fly past that field goal line. And that, that at that moment, I think I lost my mind the most. Like I was freaking <laughs> out on all those fourth downs, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, we're, this is going to happen. Like I really know this is going to happen. Right. So there's just so many plays, man. There's, there's so a many lot. plays in that So game. many good plays. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing Mike Williams get as open as he did. <laughs> Day. <laughs> like that was that was probably one of the most exciting moments for me it was just all of us seeing it and all of us pointing and saying there do it there do <laughs> yeah. it and do it do it soon do it and he did it so that was that was pretty awesome justin awesome thank you buddy for popping by and thanks for saying hey to me i appreciate it uh let's move it on now to kevin kernick who asked the question i know we gave up a load of rush yards and it sucks but let's take a second to realize the Browns are going to pay Baker a max contract. We're going to get a lot more for our money's worth when the time comes. Absolutely. We just talked yeah, about that. The Browns are kind of in a weird situation. It's like you have a guy that's okay, but do you are you willing to pay? Because you ha- any quarterback that gets an extension, you're going to get fat paid. Yeah. So are, you have to be okay with paying an okay quarterback big money, right? Or do you roll the dice and move on from him and try to find somebody that's better than okay? That's a sh- real shitty world to be in. I'd rather be in our situation. Absolutely. At least the pay, next just pay years. the man. 
least the next couple of years where, you know, Herbert, because you can't even negotiate a new contract with him for another year, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, sign all, all the guys right yeah. now and give him all the weapons and let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Yeah. And Baker, good luck on your further future endeavors yeah. and love your commercials though. Godspeed. Yes. Commercials are funny. <laughs> yeah. Commercials yeah. are great. Yeah. At least you have a your, place to stay at the stadium. Yeah. You can live there and your play is okay. Yeah. Your commercials are pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Kevin, thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Lexi McWilliams who asked the question. I think I'm late, but Gruden is gone. So no more Gruden grinders. I think that sounds like we can hold on to the division pretty <laughs> solidly now. Not really a question, just an excuse to say Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> Lexi asked for the Elsa from Frozen, as if my voice has any reflection Especially of Elsa. After a week really of yelling. Yeah. And after <laughs> screaming my back. Yeah, you, like, are you trolling Kath- me, Lexi? Are you trolling Kathleen me? Turner as Elsa? <laughs> uh, okay, and we we didn't get to talk about this, but this happened just before we got on. Uh, yeah. Gruden, no more the coach. I don't know of if the I'm Raiders. like excited about that. He sucks. Like he's a bad coach. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't mad about him being the coach of the Raiders, right? Because so, he's not good. If we need. To, if we learned anything from this, is don't be a racist asshole and yes. say awful things about people. Yeah. Just don't do it, and you'll be okay. But how did fitting it, and is now it? How out. fitting is it that the Raiders coach is that guy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> of course, the guy that is just a scum of the earth is the right. Raiders head coach. Is yeah. the Raiders head coach? It's so fitting. I'm surprised they fired him. To be honest. It should have been like, this, this is our brand. Of course. Gotta give him a yeah. raise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For the brand. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I saw, it's crazy. I thought right when this happened, I was like, oh, I wonder if Gus Bradley's going to get a shot. As like I was thinking interim, that too. Yeah. Interim head guy. But they already announced that Rich Biscotti. Basakia. Basasha. I don't know. How sounds like he's a special sounds teams like a coach. pastry. Oh, yeah. it's the pastry. He's, a, he's the special teams coach. He has less experience in the NFL than Gus. No Whoa. head coaching experience, which Whoa. Gus has. So I'm shocked. Maybe Gus like turned it down. Um, but yeah, the like, Raiders can't wait to get out of here. This place sucks. Raiders are in shambles <laughs> right now. They're not gonna. This place sucks. No, and I love. I love love that. Um, I'm seeing people on Twitter retweeting like all these Raider fans like saying how pissed they are at season ticket holders who sold their their seats to Bears. Fans. Oh right, yeah, and they, they got sold. Some out. guy said he's never been so embarrassed to be a Raiders fan. Like, mm. Oh, mm. guess what? Bitch. Just pile it on. Get ready for all of that in Las Vegas, it's man. That's coming what you're hard. Have. Oh, it's it's all day. So yeah, finally, well, here's the thing: they're finally not in f-ing Oakland. Who wants to go to Oakland? Like away no teams aren't going to go to Oakland to watch a game. You right. put yourself San Diego or Los Angeles. That's why we get so many visitor like visiting fans. Right. Those are cities you w- actually want to go to. Right. Vegas. Vegas. Every, that's our destination. Yeah. Every single opposing team that they're going to circle that game on their calendar. Like that's the one we're going to go to. Right. So yeah. you've, you're finally like getting a taste of what we live in constantly. Exactly. So now you're going to you're going to tell me that the Raiders don't have any fans. No, they have fans. It's just opposing teams want to go to Vegas like they right. want to go to our cities. So. Yeah, it's just you finally get a taste. We have a lot of Charger fans. This is just happens when you live when you're when your team's in a cool city. Exactly. Facts. So Facts. suck it, Raiders. So suck, suck it. it, Raiders. Enjoy Moral your story. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. Enjoy your special teams interim head coach. I'm sure that'll take you all the way. 
Um, Special teams interim head coach. That's title. That's the title. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Bolt Dude eight four zero seven, who asked the question. <laughs> Good old Western shootout at SoFi goes to Herbie and Dem Bolts. Staley for coach of the year? I don't know about you guys, but I have all the faith in the world in this offense to always put up points when needed. Bolt up. I think Staley has to be the number one candidate for coach of the year. So has to be. There's like, Hands down. He has, has to, to be. be. I, all, the, all the decisions that he's made, um, all the fourth down stuff, the games that we've won, already like big signature wins against big teams already. He goes right. into Arrowhead his first time ever and gets a W at Kansas City. So it's like, yeah, he has to be the the favorite. Now it's we're five weeks in. It's not a done deal, but he has to be the favorite right now for sure. Just go if if you want for the people voting on this, go watch all in, and and easily, you're, you're fine. Yeah. You're good. You'll yeah. know who to vote for. It easy campaign. Yeah, if for a coach that's playing as aggressive as he is, but not reckless, aggressive and succeeding. How could you not? How could you not? And well, as I've, and as inspiring as he is as well. Yeah. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Super delayed. Tail end slate. Certified fresh. <laughs> yeah. Clap, flip it around. All right. Thank you, Bolt Dude 8407. We move on now to Rat Human. Yeah. Who asked the question? <laughs> Dudes. Will this Kato be replaced this week? <laughs> hey, game, love you, bye. <laughs> I think what Kyle's just said earlier about how Staley treats his, treats his players, he's not going to, I don't think that's going to happen this week. No. Am I getting more and more frustrated by his lack of consistency? Yes, but I, I don't, I think that sends a message to your team when you do that. If you, you know, you're struggling, you're out. Um, so I don't think that's his style, everything right. he's done up to this point. Right, right. So do am I ready to find somebody? I'm getting there. That's that's for sure. Yeah. But I think there's if there's anything that we've learned in this offseason is that we don't know what the hell we would do as GMs because exactly. there's a lot of choices that I would have made that we didn't make. And I'm really glad that we didn't know. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. I'm not I'm not the guy. I yeah, as a fan, this game is kind of getting on my last nerve, but I don't think that he's gonna be out. I just in on all honesty, I just hate kickers. I just don't like kickers all at all. <laughs> just none of them. They're just used. They're just all they can do is blow it. It's like in my mind, that's all they can do. So even John I'm Carney positive. I think Viscano is going to come like back. Pat McAfee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's what about funny, John Carney? Oh, sweet John Carney. You're right. Yeah. Sweet, Thank oh, you. Sweet John Carney. The, 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 those are, small those are the exclusive club. Yes. Those are the in, kickers <laughs> of the past. The current, okay. Like the new age of kickers. the current brand. Sure. <laughs> Okay, Nothing. fair enough. Didn't you, did one of you guys send me that video where it was Ty Long on the bench with Vizcano? And yes. he's like, he's don't like, blow I think, this. No, don't I think he was this. motivating him, dude. I, and he, he's Ty like, Long, don't miss this opportunity. It was something yeah, like that. You're, yeah, Ty Long tweeted about it afterwards. He's like, I wasn't yelling at him. I was trying to encourage him to get back out there and be confident. This and go, opportunity. Because the, this. He, when they were sitting on the bench having that conversation, that was when we were going down to try to win. He's like, you're yeah. going to get another shot. Like, you got to go win this game. Don't get in your head. Go make a go make a kick and redeem yourself. Right. So he'll yeah. he'll have opportunities. Um, as fans, all we can do is support him, and hopefully he gets his act together next week. Fingers are crossed. Rat human. Thank you for asking the question. We move on now to JDM two one one eight, who asked the question. Hey, what's up, putos? <laughs> hey, what the f 
fucking game, huh? First things first, Kevin, I am brown and Latino. Same shit, so the Cholo voice is good, Holmes. And secondly, <laughs> Wooly, it's Hispanic heritage, man, not just Mexican, because just because we brown, we ain't all Mexican, Holmes. Bro, <laughs> was there a lot of Charger fans in the stadium? Look like it on TV, bro. 47 points, my man. Herbert is a certified gangster. Defense needs a little f***ing, needs some help stopping the run. Anyways, I love this podcast, boys. Coach, let's get you out of the red and get you some f***ing cash from this pod. Start selling weed or something, you know? <laughs> Can't love you. Bye, puto. Stay strong. Stay positive and stay brown, homies. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. That was so good. Let's get My, you out of the red, coach. <laughs> Let's get you out. I live in the red. That's right. Uh, boy, uh. But the, these ask Bolt fans, when you guys write a script like that, so funny. it makes this so much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't express it. Uh, yeah, there, there was, a. I, I think, the ratio of Charger to Cleveland fans. Like, Cleveland, obviously, there were fans there. Couldn't ignore that. Um, because they, 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 they oh, did. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh. Every time these guys made a f-ing play, it was just, <laughs> it's just like, stop it. All right. <laughs> stop it. Knock it off. You look silly. This is like Arsenio Hall 80s days. <laughs> like, get with the times. It's 2021, you pieces of shit. Anyways, <laughs> um, there were, there were a lot of Charger fans. I think hearing, hearing the crowd get loud. When uh, when Chargers were on defense was was really inspiring. That was the time that you knew that we we did come to play and we did show up. So that was that was pretty sweet. Um, and yeah, Herbert, your Herbert is a certified gangster, bro. Uh, you'd love to see it. So hey, JDM two one one eight. Thank you for Thanks, asking brother. the question. That's so good. Let's move it on now to Tyler Foffy. Foster the Foster who asked the question. <clears throat> Yeah, baby! How about those bolts? These are some damn good wins we're putting together here for this difficult schedule to start the season. Baby! Herbert making things happen with his legs to keep drives alive had a huge impact on this game. Baby! Can we expect more Herbie runs? Baby! <laughs> I'd love that, personally. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're going to see him. I don't think you're going to see any designed runs. That's not what you're seeing. You're seeing scrambles. Mm, yeah. I think he'll, he'll scramble when he, when he can and when it, the, the time comes, but I don't want to see any Joe Burrow lacerated throats. Like contusion. Contusion. Yeah. Throat Yikes. contusions. He got, he got, that was popped, crazy. That was up. so yeah. rough. That's not what I want to see. I don't know. The running, him running the ball is not that important. When the time arises and it's open and he can do it, obviously he's a big, strong guy that can make right. it happen. But I don't foresee any Lamar Jackson design runs for for Justin Herbert. But him just having that option and being right. able to make those calculated decisions yep. on whether or not he can do it safely, yep. I think is awesome. Whenever I see him do it, it 100%. just makes it's me exactly. happy. One of the first Charger quarterbacks that's mobile. So it's like we're like for trying real. to figure yeah. out what this all means and how it works. Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? Phil was a great runner. <laughs> he was. was a, I did love his, his first, first down. Was all, always <laughs> they the were earned. They Dude, were yeah, always when earned. Those came once a year, man. They were fun to watch. They were so baby good. giraffe just flying down the field. <laughs> baby giraffe. <laughs> love you, Phil. <laughs> Tyler, dude, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jace, aka Fantastic Jace. 
Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Chargers playing Madden out there. Fourth and two on their own. 25 down points. Who does that? Or have we just accepted the fact that we will never have a good kicker enough to depend on? I don't know I that it's based yeah, I don't on think the it's kicker. The kicker, yeah. Like as Kyle said in Coach's, Coach's uh, corner, momentum changer. The game changer. It's having confidence in our offense. So yes. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's like the main reason why it's happening. I think going for two is some of these things, maybe not the fourth down, but going for two is something that they're having to do because of missed kicks. But the fourth down is just balls. And fourth and two on our own twenty-five has nothing to do with our kicker. I mean, I guess right. Ty Long's a captain. He's our punter. There's nothing wrong with Ty Long. He's fully so, capable, you know, yeah. Fourth and two on your own 25 is just some a big pair of cojones, and we want to go win the game <laughs> and not just not lose it. Yeah. Totally. So there you go, Jace. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Pain, who asked the question. Breaking news. The Chargers are not attending the Pro Bowl this year. They will instead be at the Super Bowl. That is all. Can't love you by hashtag brass balls to the big, <laughs> too big to fit on the plane needs three seats. One for him, two for the big boys. <laughs> the Raiders, Donkeys, Kansas City. P.S. I'll be at the Ravens game. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> three seats. Yes. One ball each seat. And then he's, yeah. Hopefully it's one of those planes with three flight. across. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have some issues with the flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> Taking big. Let me just get my big leg over this. Excuse me, sir. Thank you. Would you like a diet coke? Would you? Yes. <laughs> it, would you like Peanuts? the beef or the fish? Peanuts. Uh, there you go. House of Hain. Thank you, yeah, man. Thanks for making the go making represent the, at the game. That's awesome. Y'all, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. We'll be looking for you in in Baltimore, my man. Uh, let's move it on now to Salty Sports Guy, who asked yeah. the question. Hey, boo-boo, what a f***ing game, huh? The Bolts <laughs> have done such a good job of limiting these high-power offenses to season-low PPG. Hey, <laughs> the Browns were able to almost double their average PPG. Did they do something different schematically to do that? Particularly with explosive plays, hey, hey. Uh... I'll, I'll let I'll let Coach field that one. There was a lot of know. acronyms. I, I feel in like there. we just didn't tackle, and we were so focused on the run, which we couldn't stop anyways. That Joker right. just kept getting wide open. Like, yeah. That's the only thing I can explain. Is yeah, we were we had such an emphasis on stopping the run, couldn't do it, and I, don't, I honestly don't know how that big monster of a man kept getting so wide open. Um, and poor tackle. tackle. It was yeah, just poor, really tackling, poor tackling, man. Yeah. That's what I saw. I didn't think the scheme was that big of a deal. Just they got up to our second level way faster and easier well, than they had. Limbaugh was the only guy on the line of scrimmage. Everyone else was back two, three yards. It was yeah, just, just not driven. good. Yeah. Tillery didn't sh really show up this game, um, unfortunately. I think I really feel like this game is, gonna, is a bit of an outlier, honestly. I right. really feel like it will be compared to the other teams we're going to face. Um, so, well, we're going to see real quick here against the Ravens because they're they're RPO one of the day. top five running teams as well. So it's it's going to we're going to get tested again real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm look I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking to see how these guys bounce back because it really was like the tackling the previous week was awesome. It's yeah. completely different than what it was this week. So I'd like to think that these guys are going to bounce back from that. But uh, yeah, hey, hey, salty sports guy, thank you for showing up and asking the question. Let's move it on now to Andreas Robles, who asked the question. Oh, hi, guys. What's going on, bros? 
What a fucking game! Are we done with the heartbreaking losses? Oh, moving forward, do you guys prefer to roll with JJ or JK on game day? Hashtag put up and fuck the Raiders. Oh, I, lo- I love your voice on this one because yeah. your voice kind of sounded like Minnie Mouse. You didn't go Mickey, you went Minnie somehow. I went Minnie. Oh, Mickey. That was oh, awesome. Mickey. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, for those of you that have been uh, requesting voices. I'm doing the best I can right now. I'm trying to keep it up. <laughs> All right, I, dude. I Kelly looked good. He ran hard, man. Yeah, he was running hard. Um, I, I personally, I've kind of said it a few times. I like how he's more decisive and he gets upfield. All right, he had some. You know, we think of him as the fumbler last year, but if he doesn't do that and runs the way he did this last game, the few opportunities he got. I'll take that over Justin Jackson personally. I'm a yeah. I'm a Larry Roundtree guy to be honest. That's the guy I want to see carry the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, both, ju- yeah, Justin Jackson. I just don't know. I, I don't see it. I don't see what the coaches see. I when he gets the ball, it's just it's kind of a like you know yeah. like yeah, it's kind of a. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I'm not really a Justin Jackson guy, but I'm supporting him. I hope he plays out of his mind the rest of the season. But right, uh, if I had to pick, I would rather see Larry Roundtree or Josh Kelly with the ball. Right. Yeah. With, with Jackson, it's a lot of thunder, no lightning, you know, kind of situation. But, uh, Hey, Andres Robles, thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to Okie doggy who asked the question before I get to my questions. Can I just say that the past weekend was the best weekend this year in terms of sports fury versus wilder. The third Oklahoma versus Texas, which resulted in Huggins' favorite QB being benched. (laughs) Packers and Bengals not wanting to win the game as if these teams were the Falcons (laughs) and Chargers from last year. And then the best part is watching them Los Angeles Chargers outlast those Cleveland Browns in what could be the game of the year, led by our true MVP at QB, while seeing the Chiefs' kingdom fall to ruin. Man, what a time to be alive. Anyways, my first question to you guys is, do you guys think in the limited snaps he had that Joshua Kelly takes over Justin Jackson's spot now, or do you guys think he will demote it to inactive again? Second question is whether you guys think the team within the next few weeks would find a way to address the run defense in any sort of capacity. I know that's how our defense is kind of built, but at the same time, I would like us to be able to stop the run. Kay, love you, bye, and fuck our division rivals. I like that. It's more of a blanket. <clears throat> yeah. It's Just a good one. Everybody that's not the Chargers, you. <laughs> yeah, and it was great to see Rattler get benched because that guy sucks. So mm-hmm. I saw Kyle, some funny I saw Kyle some funny memes, me that. Yeah. I was like, yes! I saw some funny memes about him entering the transfer portal. Like it was a guy getting yeah. shot out of a cannon. And it's like a live look at Spencer Rattler entering the transfer portal. Yeah. And then I watched the Fury Wilder fight. I bought it because it I had to, and that was so much fun to watch. That was that was sports. a lot. That was a it was a good weekend. You were absolutely right, Okie Doggy. Um but yeah, I, I think we, t- we talked about the <clears throat> jo- uh, yeah. Joshua Jackson. Um, I, I think. The way they look at injuries, I don't see why they would hurry him back with how Josh Kelly played this last game. Sure, that's a good so point. I think it's probably going to be an injury thing where they'll keep an eye on him and get him back to 100%. And then, unfortunately, I think when he's 100%, he's going to come back in and Kelly's going to get the going to get deactivated. So we'll yeah, see I'm how they do. Looking forward to that, yeah. Um, and then uh, as far as our run defense. Um, you know what I would like to see a little bit? Just tell. with watching our line get pushed back like so, so bad. 
Um, we see it a little bit on passing downs, but I want to see Joey Bosa down in that three technique every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, put him down on the inside or in the four, whatever it is, um, and see what he can do. Let him let him like try something because Tillery is just not not getting the job done down there on the inside. We have some edge guys that are decent with Fackrell, Uchina. Um, maybe throw throw Bosa down inside for a couple of plays and just just to mix it up and see see if he can get some penetration or. Um, at least take on a double team without going back 10 yards. Right. Um, I think it would be a fun little wrinkle to add in and see, see how it works. Are you listening, Staley? Are you taking notes? Don't listen to us. <laughs> no, please don't. Yeah, that's, you keep being you, Staley. Yeah. If you're on here listening for coaching tips, we are <laughs> fucked. We are screwed. <laughs> uh, Okie doggy. thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Carl Borlingtoft. Uh, certified, certified fresh. He's got that O with the with the line through it. I, I think he's from Denmark. We've I've been talking to him. He's oh, from Denmark. Oh, very nice. cool. Hey, welcome, Carl. Uh, you've got a question that goes something like this: Is the run defense sustainable in the long run, and how can we work to improve it with our current roster? Herbert is a god, but he can't <laughs> bail them out every weekend. A god. <laughs> Herbert is a god. He Small G god. A- God. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I, I'm going to outlier. I think that's my take on this this one week. I we it hasn't been amazing, but we've held teams to 20 right. points except for this week. So I I do like how Linval was getting the push. So the right. interior stuff is you're looking at Tillery, right? You're mm-hmm. looking at Covington. You're looking at you wanting to upgrade those guys. I'm not sure where you go in the league to upgrade those guys. Um, Forrest Ma- Merrill. You know, he didn't get a lot of snaps. He got a bad penalty. Brady right. Voko, I don't know how much he played, but I think I still feel like they're they're working out how to do it. And I just mm-hmm. I trust Staley. So whatever he thinks is the best way to go about it, that's what I'm I'm all about. Another fun potential is to have um when you get Kenneth Murray back, put Kenneth on the edge. Oh, right. Yeah. Bump bump Joey down. Like let him play down there a little bit. I know it's not where he wants to play. That's not where he's gonna like have the biggest impact, but on a certain obvious run play type stuff. Right, yeah. A lot of the times ends, you can just run away from them. Those edge guys, like, you're, just don't run at them and then they can't make a play. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you toss them on the inside, he could disrupt stuff. Even just how fast he is, being able to being able to move around guys. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You have, we have a lot of pieces. There's a lot to experiment with and try new things. Uh, it's just finding the right, the right puzzle, like the way it all fits together. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have full faith that Staley will figure it out. And if not, we're still four and one. So even exactly. if they run for 300 yards a game, we still win. And that's what still I care find about. a way to win because yep. we believe we believe Carl. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Abdul who asked the question. I hate to be the one who brings the bad stats, but chargers has the worst rushing defense in the league after five weeks. How could Staley's defense adjust that? And do you think it will hurt the team on the run to the playoffs slash conference title. Best sports show on YouTube. Abdul, thank you. Thank you. So sweet of you. That's a nice thing. <laughs> right I after you. reminding us that we have the worst rushing team. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just think we have to start rethinking like what's important. Like we get so right. stat like focus Driven. we're so worried yeah. about stats and where we rank and this and that we're the number one team in the afc right now we're right. four and one and we're beating really good teams so it's right. like does that matter or does in the past 
Gus Bradley's defense was pretty good against the run. They right. were always in that top 10 to 12. And we lost a lot of games. So it's like, what what do we care about? Do we care about being ranked high in stat sheets or W's? Because we're getting W's. That I, I know that the defense is going to get better. Man, you have a guy that's only been here for how long putting in a, a new scheme with new guys. And it's going to take a little bit of time, but we're still getting W's. That's what matters. Exactly. 100%. There you go, Abdul. Hey, thank you for yeah, asking the question. Comment. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Refresh, refresh. If firstly, Big Ball Staley has to be coach of the year with the amount of improvement with this team and the amount of changing in playing style, were they still struggling against the run? What would you change to help stop it? And K love you, bay. <laughs> yeah, yes. we've kind of talked about coach it. of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staley's I definitely concur. coach of the year. And run defense, and I, we've kind of talked about it. It's, I know that's on everyone's mind. It's on mine too. Like I want us to be better against the run. Right. Yeah. Um, but we're just going to have to buckle up and wait. Right. And, with, with Staley being the Vunderkin that he is and being a, a defense guru, I, I feel like I, he has to be aware of what the issues are and he wants to get them fixed. And I think he is, I, I trust that he is working to get it fixed. And I feel like, as, I think if we can get through this next game and get to that bye week, I think that's going to help us really analyze what we've done this first part of the season and make a game plan for what to do in the second part. Right. I think we got to remember too the kind of opponents we've played these first five weeks. Like that's there's some there's some good run right. run teams here. Yeah. And no you, it's, it's hard it's hard to look at these rankings until you're a bit later in the season when you've had a more rounded you know amount of games. Like we we've. The Cowboys are one of the best run rushing teams. The, the Browns are the best rushing team. Right. You know what I mean? We're about to run into another amazing rushing team. So right. let's get out of here with W's and then we'll figure it out. And the one thing I will say is last year, Staley, small sample size, but started out not a great run defense with the Rams, finished number one. Mm. So he's done that before. So let's give him time. Let's figure, let him figure out how he wants to do it. I'm not, I'm not ready to like, you know, hop on the bat phone and start calling some, you know, CFL players. Um, I think we, I think we figured it out. I think Coach figured it out. Yeah, I, I, 100%. Gavin, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the Chargers nerd, Daniel, who asked the question. If you're TT, how high a draft pick are you willing to part with for an upgrade on interior defensive line? My guess, the Chargers know they don't have the personnel, but they will... Sit. They will to sit tight and fix it in the draft. Even if the uh, the hot start makes this more of a win now year than it originally was. I think every year is a win now with Herbert's rookie contract. Oh yeah. Every year that you 100%. have your franchise quarterback on a rookie deal, you ha it's a win now. Yeah. Um. I don't think that we're gonna. I don't know. I and that's just somebody that that coach has worked with that he knows is sitting out there, and you could get mm -hmm. him for a fifth, sixth round pick. Uh, but I don't, we, we don't do giving up it's trade not the capital. Telesco That's, way. No, we, we don't give up trade capital. So I don't see, I don't see anything like that happening. Uh, I think our coaches are going to try to coach up what we got and, 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 and get better. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Chargers nerd. Thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Gozers who asked the question. It seems like we are in a good run defense away from being a complete team. Do you think it's possible that TT will look to trade 
or trust that Staley can win the big game with our run defense as is? Trust, trust, trust. Trust, 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 trust. Gotta have faith, faith, the faith, the faith, the faith. Baby, give Staley a little more time. He will get the run game in a better place. Baby. All right, good answer. All right, there you go. Thanks, Gozers. Gozers, thank you for asking the question. And I (laughs) suck at singing, so I apologize to everybody. (laughs) Well, some answers you got to sing, and that's just what happened. Felt it it in my heart. Yeah, and you got to go with it. Uh, Let's uh, thank you, Gozers, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltology Podcast. Oh. Hey. 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 Who asked the question? Oh. Hey. (laughs) Oh, hey. There. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, two questions if you're the Chargers GM would you trade for a defensive tackle or ride out with what you have two so far from what you've seen where does this Chargers team rank with the 2006 7 9 and 18 Chargers Uh, I I think we covered the D tackle thing pretty much to death Um, but the I don't know dude this just feels like a different I don't this I can't compare this to another Charger team. Like, just doesn't feel like a different Charger team. Like, our previous amazing Charger teams were LT running the ball down people's throats right. and Phil being very serviceable. Right. Then, when LT moved on, Phil became, you know, airing it up 4,000 yards a season. Right. That changed. Right. We've never had this. This is new. This right. is a new thing that we've never really experienced. And I, I think it would do it disservice trying to compare it to another previous roster or even try to rank it you know five games yeah, into a season five games in yeah God, I, need I, time. I need to see playoff dubs you know like right. those Hell teams yeah. all won playoff games so i right. need to see playoff victories before you can even get into that stratosphere right four but, and one doesn't mean much you got to win playoff get in the playoffs win right. the division and win, win that playoff. afc west 2006 yeah. seven and nine they were winning the afc west you know yeah. like to get into that stratosphere you gotta start winning divisions right as it stands yeah. right now though pretty promising Good start Pretty Looking promising. Good. Let's go five so, and one. Let's 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 keep it going. But hey, Boltology Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming yeah. on. And uh, what you guys? Wait, hey, you yeah. guys should go check them out. Go, yeah. go, go, go check, check out Boltology. Podcast. Yeah. Get over there. Get a little bit Get more Bolt there. action going check on over them there. Out. All right. Well, now let's move on to Jeeves. The D is the silent. silent. <laughs> Who asked the question? What's this? What's this? There's lightning everywhere. What's this? <laughs> Bitch ass Mahomes is now aware. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. We must be dreaming. Wake up, CCP. It's in the air. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? <laughs> There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with both them laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? <laughs> Jeeps, how dare you ask me to sing? On a busted voice. That was so good. Let's go back to our regularly scheduled voice. Well, (laughs) this game just has me flabbergasted. This team is going to give me a heart attack. (laughs) Anyway, I saw a report that Slater actually told the running backs to stop chipping because he feels more comfortable handling their rushers one-on-one. That man is a straight monster. I was all Team Tua and Team Sewell. Herbert and Slater are just proving to me that I don't know shit. (laughs) So I'll just leave it to the wizard, Tom Telesco. Well, fellas, enjoy Victory Monday. And as always, bolt the fuck up. Oh, yeah. And fuck the Raiders. (laughs) 
Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> oh my God, I want that song. I want that in my ringtone. Can we make that a ringtone? <laughs> well, somebody probably. Uh, wait, let me get my voice a little bit better so I can actually kind of hit those notes. And I it, want the busted <laughs> voice from the game, Wool Dog, How so dare I can you? hear that voice. <laughs> No, and it's a compliment. I just want that ringtone, Will Dog. I, I love your voice. I think you sound like a, a golden god. I want, yeah. I want that as my ringtone when either of you two call me. That's well, uh, the only way I could ever imitate it is if I go to another game and scream my balls off. So enjoy it, then, if you turn that into a ringtone. Let's do it. Um, yeah, and dude, we don't know shit. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know jack about shit. Yeah, yeah we just it, love the Chargers and like talking about them. We don't exactly. know nothing. Don't know nothing. Don't know nothing. Don't nothing. listen to us. But hey, we're nope. going to be there cheering every ding dang game. Jeebs, thank you, buddy, for showing up and asking the question. You were anything but silent. That's that was a great right. song. That was awesome. <laughs> well awesome. written. Uh, let's move it on now to Nick, who asked the question. Wah, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> my love for the sex is more than my love for this team. And nah, <laughs> this game was rated in Kazakh Weekly number one most watched games in Kazakhstan all time. I like <laughs> the play calling by the coach is enough to get him vagine for a hundred years. <laughs> I have downloaded the replay movie film and I'm watching the big sweaty Slater in slow motion. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the charges people must calm down about the kick man. Still Staley believes in him. So we must believe in him, even though he gives me pulsation in the anus. <laughs> On to the next. High five. Oh my god. The that was so man. good. The kick man. That's the episode title of the, the kick, kick man. man. <laughs> oh, broke me. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> you just gave Kevin COVID with that question. He's over here. I wasn't, I'm like sweating. I, I, I'm sweating. Now. I wasn't expecting that reaction from you, Kevin. That was the awesome. Kick man is really funny. I don't know why it's so funny. In the kick man. And he said the Chargers people must calm down about the kick man. <laughs> That was good. Uh, Nick, you're the man. Uh, dude, yes. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's creative juices are flowing when they're happy about these dubs. When we're, when we it. get them dubs, man, we get yeah. some creative folk. Uh, yeah, Slater is a monster, and let's all calm down about the kick, man. <laughs> and everybody get your copy of Kazakh Weekly, because obviously that's uh, that's where you get all <laughs> you the get good that, stuff at. Yeah. <laughs> they're big Charger supporters. <laughs> Nick, thank you for asking the question and breaking my co-host. I hurt my neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've, well, Kevin will be on the injury report, but first let's go to see the King one who asked the question. <laughs> oh, what the news about Abushi might be done for the season. What are your thoughts about what we should do with our line for the rest of the season? Best possible lineup. Hua! <laughs> Uh, uh, I obviously Schofield came in and played yep. played I'm well. I'm Braden Hymas is going to be ready to go at some point. Like right. we drafted him to be, to be able to play. So right, right. It's surprising that he hasn't played yet. For what reason we don't know. Yeah, and we'll trust that obviously the staff is making the right decision when it comes to who it is yeah, that they want. Somehow on the line. Tommy T looked into that 
crystal ball of his and picked up Schofield two weeks ago out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Um, and, and then he's yeah, pulling and blocking yeah. Miles Garrett. So right. yeah. good Had call, a good coach. So at, I think right now that's the guy. And then you have Brandon Hyman still as the backup, and he'll be right. active next week. Which would, You bring, bring some Questenberry out there. Who knows? Yeah. Throw yeah. him in a little bit. Yeah. There, <laughs> something about Questenberry. There was uh, there, when Chargers posted some pictures on their Instagram. Questenberry's got like Jack Nicholson eyebrows. They were like way yeah. the hay up there. And I had not seen that from Questenberry before. So, uh, I, yeah, I'd like to see Questenberry get out there and make some plays as well. When I think he's not, he, I in saw one, he was out there once or twice. I did see him running oh, did around. He? Okay, I don't know cool. if it was in like a power situation where we brought out an extra offensive lineman, but I did see him out there. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think, I think we're pretty good where we're, where we're at. Uh, there's still money that could be spent to do that, but. I have a feeling these guys are going to make it work with what we've got. So see yeah. the King one. Always a pleasure to see you. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to rivers. Me timber. Who asked the question? I think I've heard this name before. I don't know that I have rivers. Me timber certified fresh. Okay. Who asked the question? Wow. Bolt dudes. That game was most excellent. Herbie balled out and is a rock star. And the rest of the division lost, which is even more excellent. Seeing the Bolts in first place and the Chiefs in last is definitely heavy metal, dudes. Strange things are afoot in the AFC West, and it is most awesome. On a more bogus note, with Abushi <laughs> suffering a most heinous injury, do you think the Chargers would make a most excellent trade for some O-line help? Or do we keep rolling with the guys we have on this most excellent adventure? Either way, remember to stay excellent to each other and party on, dudes, except the Chiefs. Welcome. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> we haven't had Bill and Ted yet. That was no, a really that- good request. That was awesome. That was a yeah. That's that's a that's a new one. It's a little. It's it's in that surfer category, but just a little bit more. Little no, air. You use heinous. So you don't ever get to <laughs> can't use the say word heinous. heinous, bro, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think we talked about it. The last question. I think we stick with stick with what we got. I think there's some I'd talent like, there. I, I just don't even know who we would go after. To be honest, I know I don't right. Know there's not the a big name floating around out there right now. So yeah. the one thing I if wouldn't you, mind doing is getting rid of Pipkins and bringing in somebody else. Anybody just else. anybody else. Yeah, just anybody honestly. Else. Yeah, just anyone else. Just someone else that's not Pipkins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to <laughs> bring hear in like, another kick, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if you guys have like thoughts on like D tackles or O line that we could bring in that are free agents, throw them out there. I'd like to learn about I who the idea. available guys are, but. Storm Norton's new son. He probably came out giant. He's probably ready to go and be better than Pippins. Right. Put him in pads. Get him a helmet. Let's, Let's go. go. Get him. Get him a couple Let's practices. Go. Get rolling. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rivers, meet Timber. Thank you for asking an awesome question. Let's move it on now to Moto Doctor, certified fresh, who asked the question. That was that was quite the roller coaster ride. Can't believe our stapling young man pulled off that victory. Give me three teams in the AFC that you think the Chargers would have the hardest time beating. Ah, I can't do Jeff Bridges. <laughs> True grit. <laughs> that was a good request, though. That was a good good request. I think we played a couple of them already. Right. Um, I think the Chiefs are always going to be a pain in the ass. And then the Browns the were not. They were That was Bills and the Browns. I think those are the three. Chiefs, Bills, Browns. Yeah, I think that's it, honestly. Dude, BBC. I don't know, like... <laughs> And the rate and potentially the Ravens who we see this week. 
Hmm. It's like we've we've kind of gone through the gauntlet of a lot of the best teams in the AFC. We have. And guess what? We're four and one, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, my, in my opinion, yeah, it would be like the Bills, Chiefs, Browns, or or Ravens. So it was doing good so far. Yeah, doing good so far. Moto Doctor, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Coach Lago. Yeah. Yeah. Who asked the question? Bro bros, what a game. Man, added about three white hairs to the beard. Gonna look like Wooldog soon. Coach, I know the defense didn't play very well, but they got some key stops, and it has to bode well for this team's confidence that they can win ugly games and track meets. Question one, confidence level going into Baltimore? Question two, I believe Phil Mickelson is a Bolts fan. Can we get him and Viscano hooked up? Kicking is close to playing golf, and Phil has overcome a lot of scar tissue to win a major at 50. We need some of that golf psychology for our boy. Okay, love you, bye. Golf question, I love it. Yeah, wow. I love how you connect I, I like the that. analogy, yeah. Um, confidence level going into Baltimore, guys? I don't, 10. I couldn't 10 out of be 10. more confident. 10 yeah. out of 10. Feeling good. Yeah. I don't care who it is. I'm we're ready. We ready. ready. We, we ready. ready. We, we ready, ready for <laughs> ball <Baltimore>. balls. <laughs> Staley's balls. Oh, I thought you were going. Uh and then Phil Mickelson. Dude. Hey, if, whatever hey, works. Whatever helps. Yeah, bring <laughs> yeah. him in. If he's a fan, let him come on. Yeah, if I mean if he's got to try to give get volcano volcano viscano on a all coffee diet probably yeah. and hey let him take over our twitter or our instagram for a day that man is the the, the best shit talker in the whole world phil mickelson is it's awesome <laughs> really? oh it's so good that. he's so funny on social media yeah. really oh yeah, well, whoever runs his accounts is really funny but yeah he he talks a lot of smack it'd be, wow well, i'm gonna be, have to go check this out then collab with our our awesome uh media team but yeah, man. I don't know. Whatever we can do to help right. uh, the volcano's mental game, let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. get him back in Spread shape. Spread peanut butter right on your now. armpits. I mean, if that makes you kick better, dude, I don't care. <laughs> I don't but, care. Do it. Yeah, if you got to drive backwards around the stadium twice to kick better, do it. I don't care. I don't care. Just just get better, please, Viscano. We love please, you, buddy. Quickly, quickly, quickly. All right. Coach Lago, thank you for asking the question. We move on now to Danny Lags. Who asked the question? Hey, yo, bolt the duck up. Herbert is a gunslinger. Question. Thoughts on the rest of the schedule at this point? Bolt gang, young bucks. Yay. All right. The rest of the schedule. We're looking at, well, obviously, the Ravens. It, right. Pats, Eagles, uh, Vikings, Steelers, Broncos twice. Uh, Bengals, Giants, another Kansas City, Texans, and yet again the Raiders. It, it just looks nice. It's it looks really the, good, dude. We're, we got through the girth, like this the girth of our schedule here at the beginning. Hard, yeah. yeah. It's a tough. Whereas the rest of the AFC West, I feel like had their Kate games and early on, and they're gonna have to go. Saw what happened in Denver. Yeah. Saw what just happened in Denver. Right. They couldn't. They could not hang with the one and three uh, Steelers. So mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't think any of the games are necessarily going to be easy. We no, should I think that, that way. Still, yeah. shouldn't think that way. Yeah, yeah. For sure. never think that way. But looking at records and the strength of the schedule we have remaining, 
pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. L- looking forward to it. So Danny Lags, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Moving Danny. on now to Bobby Caldron. Bobby! Who asked the question? Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Away. Finding ways to win such a better narrative than finding ways to lose. No questions. Just loving this winning streak. This team. This excitement. Can't love you. Bye. I love it. Love it. Dude, Bobby's same, bro. That's it, Absolutely dude. We're just living the living the high life right now. Yes. Man. The amount so of good. instant reactions we've done this season is like almost to what we had last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you with me on that? I'm with Pretty you. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I like, and I love that that sentiment. Finding ways to win is better than finding ways to lose. 100%. Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're getting them done, dude. We're getting it done. Bobby, thank you for showing up and uh, making such an excellent comment. We love that here. Uh, let's move it on now to Charger Chris, who asked the question. Uh, do you see Brandon Staley winning Coach of the Year? And do you see the Chargers winning the AFC West Division? Cause, cause yes. I think this is certified fresh, too. Sorry. Okay. Laker Chris. Charger Chris, you are certified fresh. Certified fresh. Um, yes and, and yes. Yes and yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Chargers are leading the AFC, period, right now. So, yes. Let's let them lead AFC The West. narrative is just how ballsy he is, but how it's not like reckless. You know yeah. what I mean? It's aggressive, it's not reckless. Aggressive, not reckless. So I competitive, casual, competitive, competitive casual. casual. Yes. Yes. B. Love it. Charger Chris. Thank you for asking the questions. We move it on now to Gruder McBolt who asked the question. Crikey. After this game, the organization has to realize we're in win now mode. Do the Chargers get aggressive and spend money on a defensive tackle and O-line, especially with the Bushy going down? If we go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens, I can't imagine them not spending money to make a Super Bowl run. Can't love you, boy. Also, bushwhacking. Yeah. Go jam some thumbs up some buttholes or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bushwhacking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily that we got to spend the money. I think, I think Staley is molding these guys into being the better talent. Like you said, like if the Rams had the worst rushing defense at the start of the season, but turned into the best without making necessarily any big gains or big changes to the players. Why not with us? And there's something, there is something to be said for like, if we're looking this good going into our bye week and there is the opportunity, I'm sure they're always looking for opportunities to upgrade our roster. Right. Question is, is like a big trade. I don't think that we've ever seen anything quite like that from Tom. That would be different. Yeah. But that's just not, that's not, I don't know. That's, this is not the MLB. It's not the way baseball, you know, like one guy that's going to change everything. No, it's just not really what it is. Like I, I, I see, I could see potentially going to find, um, I don't know. I just think if there was a guy that we are and we would have heard about in, it by we now. Are, we are in win now mode, regardless right. of how the season started. That that was the attitude coming in. One, right? Because Coach Daly wants to keep his job, so he all always has to be win now. Right. And you have Justin Herbert on his rookie contract. That, before the season started, we were oh no, it's win now. Right. So they made all the moves they wanted to make. I just don't see any big time moves coming right now. I agree. Yeah. Right. I mean, we'll, we'll if, if it happens, I'll we'll be, be surprised. I'll be excited hey. and. <laughs> We've been wrong before on the charge chat. We wouldn't be surprised if it happened again. But uh, hey, Gruder McBolt, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Super Bolt's champs. Yeah. Who asked the question? 
What's up, guys? Great team win for sure. I've seen a high-scoring game since the Bengals game back in 06. That game pushed us to the playoffs. Now, should we start ring-sizing our players? What do you guys think? One more thing we need to stop that no-fan shit. It's getting <laughs> annoying. Keep that great energy, guys. Love the pod and keep on bolting. K-love you, bye. Shoot, I almost forgot. Fuck the Raiders. No mosh, Chiefs. What is there? Another team in our division? Oh, yeah. Fuck the donkeys. <laughs> oh, God. So, so I know, let's, I, I'm bad about jinxing stuff. I don't like talking about injuries. I don't like talking about the stuff. So right. knock on wood. I Not yet. I, I want to get there, but I don't want to get Yeah, I don't want, let's... Uh, One step at a time. It's a long Ob season, man. Yeah, it's a long season. Yeah, but yes, but, size them up. I changed my mind. Yeah, but, <laughs> shamelessly positive. Size them up. And uh, what does it, it hurt to have their ring size? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> right. What do you, exactly. It doesn't hurt. You just got to size. Size, yeah, size, size them up. Everybody's getting getting special rings. Get a quote. Whistle wings. Yeah. Size them up. Get a quote. You need more uh, quote. <laughs> get a quote. <laughs> Get a couple of quotes. Yeah. Start some prepared. competition. Right. And, and yeah, there's no We're fans. all about competing. <laughs> We're even competing on who's going to be the best price on rings. Competing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And With quotes. the ring guys, too. Get quotes. Kick man. Get quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the no, the no fans nonsense. It's just, it's not yeah. true. I think, yeah, I think yeah. Kyle made a great point about it. Like, you know, it, when being in an area that you are, you're going to get out of towners. And, uh, and that's, it, it's going to happen. But, Fans are there. We're all over the place. And I think more is going to start showing up at this stadium. The more we keep winning, the more we keep yeah. balling out like we are After right now. that last but game, man. Every fourth down ignore. that we convert is going to bring more fans to that stadium. Sure. So, hey, Super Bowl's champs, thanks for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Jay Rudy, yeah. who asked the question. <laughs> well, shoot. What the fuck is up, Charger Chat? How the fuck do you think Staley's balls feed his pants? He continues to go for it on fourth down and doesn't give a fuck who knows about it. After the, after the Browns win, my fucking body felt like it was going to jump out of my fucking skin. Speaking of skin, how about the way Herbert was slinging that pigskin around on them Browns? It sure feels nice to have the best QB and head coach in the league. Here's my question. What NFC team do y'all think the Chargers beat in the Super Bowl this year? Can love you, bye. Oh, God, I love it. my throat is dead. Um, <laughs> NFC teams. Right now, the, the Cardinals look scary. Yeah. Cardinals sure. look scary good. So that's, I wanna, that's the team I, I would put. Per personally, for my household, I'd like to see the Packers. Mm-hmm. Because yes. Staley lost to them. I don't know how that you would wanna, be good for your household You want your marriage to get even more <laughs> rockier than it could possibly be. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the reason I say it is not for my marriage or for my wife. Love <laughs> my wife. It's because the last game that um, Staley lost with the Rams was at the hands oh. of the Packers. And I want to see him I see what you Packers. did there. I really want to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. I was going to say the Rams. I, I would love to see two the two LA teams playing in the LA Although Stadium. if that happened, you know, everyone would be like, oh, the NFL's in on it. They set this up. There's no way that these two teams should have made it. There's always some excuse as to why the Chargers are That's winning fine. games. They can go make so. that excuse in a deep, dark cave that nobody else can hear them. 
I would love to see, I mean, not just the narrative of like Ellie in LA in LA, yeah. but Staley that would be nuts. against uh, McVeigh. Yeah, that would be that. That's the, that's the storyline there for that is it, game. Is it also petty that I don't want the other LA team to make it to the Super Bowl? You don't want them to make it? No, I want. Okay. I want to be I the LA it. team. I don't. It's just like fucking. But hard I want to beat them though. Do you want to share? That's what I'm saying. A fucking Super Bowl with yes, the hard so that we can guys? beat them and show them who the real LA team is. That's what I want. Like, and I want Staley to. You're being really competitive, casual right now, and I like I, that. I can't help it. I, I've learned from the best. Um, <laughs> all right. Jay Rudy, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody who asks and asks Bolt fam. We appreciate it here at Charger Chat. And before we go out of this episode, it's time for Bolt Predictions. What do we got, guys? I can go first. Okay. No one knows. Go, go for jumping at the bit. Um I'm going to go, this is kind of bold, but I think I'll, I'm going to go 31-17 Chargers. Shut up. That's what I have written down right here, right now. 17 Chargers. And I I'm going to say, this isn't the most bold thing in the world, but I, I think it is pretty bold considering the team we're playing. I'm gonna, we're going to keep them under 125 yards rushing. After getting up 220 last week. That uh, is under bold. Two, 125 yards rushing. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, Kevin, prediction. we know your score. What's your what's yeah? Your bold seriously, prediction? I wrote that down. I'm not like copying your shit. I literally wrote that down. Um, <laughs> I think Herbert has another awesome game, and he throws for 350, and Bosa gets two sacks. Wow! Wow! Very nice. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 34-24, and I'll I'll make a bold prediction that uh, any kick that Viscano has to kick he's gonna make he's 100 he's gonna make all that. his kicks 100 positive go I'll, kick man go, go kick, kick man. man go kick man <laughs> um all right folks thank you for sticking around for yet another long ass episode of another victory crazy. episode thanks for hanging with us yes and uh it's just another victory episode that's always so sweet and we just love to sit around and chat about it so thank you for sticking around with us and folks don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. K, love you, bye. K, love you, bye. K, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. So you've got a trip coming up, and you really want to bring your favorite brass balls, but the airline only allows one carry-on. What are you going to do? Well, fret no more, because there's Brandon's Brass Ball Bag. Brandon's Brass Ball Bag allows you to take your balls anywhere you go. And the bags are TSA approved, so they fit perfectly in the overhead bin for easy travel. So don't leave your brass balls at home. Bring them wherever you are with Brandon's Brass Ball Bag, now in competitive casual. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.